This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome. That's the wrong button. That'll do it. Welcome to the XC Podcast. This is Colt Eastwood, and I'm here with my co-host from the UK, Gaz from Game On Daily. How are you doing, Gaz? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> this is an earlier show. Thank you, Jez. Thank you, Jez, because this piece of <laughs> makes me stay up till 1 a.m., but thanks to you and your gorgeous ginger beard, I get to sleep early. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good show. And, uh... It's been a long time coming having this guest on the show. I mean, for real, I started this podcast like a year and a half ago. Wanted to get him on, but uh, he's not quite the vampire we want him to be because it's super late in the UK, but from Windows Central and the exploding, super popular podcast with our good friend Rand, Xbox Two. It's just Corden. Just Corden, welcome. Hey. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, we've been trying to do this for a while, haven't we? At this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a little man, bit. I- you guys have been doing some crazy stuff. Talk for a second here about your podcast because um, it's always been doing really, really well, and then lately it just seems like it's it's reached like superstar status. I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, I mean, well, we've been doing it for six years now. You know, it's just got to keep grinding. You know, but I think that's the thing. Like, we don't really see it as a grind. Like, it was always it was always just two guys skyping about games and and Rand was just like one day or one of us was i can't remember if it was me or it was Rand, but one of us was like we should just podcast this you know we have good discussion you know and arguing and banter and um that's what we do we just it's, it's basically like a, a a skype call anyone can tune into that's that's what we've been doing and uh you know uh, maybe in six years you know if you keep 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 going you know no, it's, I think it's, everyone will eventually find their audience if they just keep going, you know. Yeah. You got to well. provide a little little something that they want, right, guys? Like, what's what's the allure of, of Jez and Ran and the Xbox podcast, the Xbox 2? What is it? It's interesting you mentioned Skype. I think the biggest thing I would like, I would say the strength, other than obviously all the insider information you, you give out, which probably pisses Microsoft off, is... Um, it's the dynamic. It is a Skype call, very relaxed chat. And it's something you can just keep on in the background, like a fireplace. And it's just both of you have got soothing voices as well. So it just mm-hmm. comes just very easy, just listening. And I also, what I also like about Xbox Two is that you guys can talk about random stuff. And that's for me one of my highlights because it's fine talking about games and stuff, but. An audience, and I think they have a big affinity with you two, is because um, an audience wants to build a connection with that. 
So all your fascination fetish with baked beans, that's fine. Like people can relate. Like, okay, he's messed up in the head. So am I. So there's something there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. You don't like beans, guys? I thought that was just a brew. I do like beans, though. I'm not going to say anything. But some of the concoctions you share on thing is just like, uh, <laughs> like Krispy Kreme with oh, beans. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> but I love it because it's like hot, hot takes are like the, the, what powers social media these days, right? Yes. And everyone's yeah. got these like re people seem to like have these in in purposefully contrarian uh, positions, and usually it's about like really divisive things like politics and stuff and. I just thought, well, I, I want to get in on that that divisiveness, <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to do it in a way that nobody gets harmed. So, yeah. you know, what what better way than to share <laughs> some horrible, horrible food pictures? Algorithm loves it. You know, we yeah, all live and true. die by that, but, uh, <laughs> but but some people tell me I have weird. I have weird food habits. Like, have you ever tried this, guys? And I, I apologize for Americans listening because they won't have a clue what I'm on about. <laughs> have you ever had twiglets and hummus? Or twiglets and mayonnaise. I haven't tried them together. That'd be good. Do it. Because twiglets are pretty dry, but with hummus, that could be really nice. Yeah, yeah. Try it with hummus. Like it'll change your life, man. I'm telling you. Like it's wasn't twiglets uh, your mm. your screen name on AOL back in '98, Gaz? <laughs> <laughs> AOL, M-I-R-C, man. Come on. Remember that? That was didn't have AOL in Britain, man. That's America yeah. online. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I actually never had it. I was on Net Zero. That's the world's internet for no, free. Uh, but I'm super <laughs> old school. Um, yeah, American food, British food. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, no, you guys American are crazy with your food, man. You like I, 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 I've told this story before, but when I was in LA, my my colleague from who's also from Britain, he came to me and he was like, "Jess, you've got to try this milkshake." I was like, "What? What's milkshake? What is it?" And it was like, it was like this, it was like this rainbow milkshake, right? And it was, it was, it was small, man. It was like, it was like that big. It's what they call the small, you know. And um, and I look on the side of it, fifteen hundred calories. <laughs> and I was like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, this is this is so <laughs> essentially American. It was just, a, it was just a cup of sugar and cream. Yeah. And it was it was it was incredible. This you just can't get you can't get you can't get food like that. Like that. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure most Americans have diabetes. There's no way. I mean, look at Cole. He <laughs> has Mountain Dew. Look at it. We're just massive. What is that? It's disgusting. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just pulled my bicep <laughs> lifting that up. Gosh dang it! It's a disgustingly <laughs> large cup of Mountain Dew. Holy moly! I, I very rarely in my life I've had that. I'm jealous though. I, I just... listened to Joe Rogan this morning. He had a guest on talking about how caffeine has become this naturally created uh, chemical from plants that now rules the entire planet. And he said yeah. he went three months off of caffeine and he, and he said the one thing it did to him was he felt self-righteous. He was at an airport early in the morning for a flight and he was off caffeine. And he said he saw all these drones of people in line at Starbucks, <laughs> like looking like, just miserable yeah. and he thought oh those people are pitiful and then when the three months ended he was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I stay off uh caffeine for a month during ramadan and it's very hard very hard yep. i get horrible withdrawals headaches um it's quite bad but i sleep 
better. So yeah, caffeine is quite bad. You need to watch your sugar intake. Um, um, <laughs> Rand was like, uh, what Rand What's was that? what? Oh, I was just, I was just gonna say, Rand, Rand, like Rand was bedridden when he came off caffeine. He had like, he had like a really like really bad reaction to coming off caffeine because Rand was yeah. like always on the energy drinks, I think, and then he decided to go cold turkey. It, it's a serious well. it's a serious thing um when i go off of i go off i go off the wagon or whatever you call it like routinely and i have to take a couple ibuprofen for a couple days and i'm like i'm like uh oh my gosh like ah uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank goodness sometimes you just have to just bite the bullet and just be a terrible person, drink some caffeine. But thanks to everybody who's here for the show. We've got a lot to talk about today. Um, there's over 700 people who are just joined us as we talk about our caffeine habits. We've got special Nick and Paris and and uh, some of the usual suspects. i got to read out Randall this list Thor. of... And Randall Thor. Rand and I have talked like seven times today. We're like, are we going to be okay? We're going to be okay. Are we gonna, is it going to be all right? We're going to be all right. Are they doing Oreos? Yeah, they're doing Oreos. Let me read out this name of the people who've been supporting the channel and the podcast. It's really... Super important. These people are really helping out. We got Mark Carwell, KY Bob, Sasson Lupa, Jazzy Newtbox, Ricky Fallon, Zimic, Manic Master, and Jimmy, Jeremy Grigson, and channel members who've been around here for nine months or longer. Some of them almost four years, guys. Matt Burns, William Lanza, Udonic Kazada, Nano Polymeth, Assassin Lupa, Robert Jackson, Laura Starko, Dante Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz, Fox Storytelling, Reek Havocs, Faultline, Center White, Davari, Poochie Remix, V Simco, Assassin Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargeet, Johnny, TK Chillin, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, True 77, Risk for the Biscuit, Mike Ford, Red Saurus, love that name, Quinn's Harmony, Attitudes, Attitudeer, Resky Krogan, Pesky Krogan, and Panda Bamboo. I'm sorry, I got that. I know you're probably making names. your head spin. What's that? I recognize them. I didn't a recognize them. A couple new ones. A couple new ones. Yeah. That have, have been around for. Shout out. Uh, let me start off this with this one, Jez, because we've had a whirlwind of a day, but we'll start slow and talk about the first thing we saw in the morning, and it was Xbox marketing. What happened like early in the day for you there in the UK with Xbox marketing? <laughs> uh, I presume you're talking about the Oreos thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like. What was I doing? I can't remember what I was doing, but I kind of missed this. I was like, I was in a meeting or something, or, or something was going on, and um, I was like, hell yeah, I love I love that shit, man. They got a t- they got a team who works, you know, making doing product placements and stuff. I I often see these takes like, oh my god, Microsoft Microsoft has time to do these Oreo deals, but they can't make games. And it's like, you want the marketing guys to make a game? Like what? <laughs> you know. It's like the the marketing team stuff, and it gets Xbox's name out there associated with big brands and stuff like that. I don't know. But I want some Oreos with Xbox stuff on it. Because you guys, because this is a European promotion, I believe, this Oreos thing, right? Because you guys had the the Xbox Chips Ahoy thing, right? We don't get Chips Ahoy in in Britain, to my knowledge. Those are cookies. They're hard chocolate chip cookies. They're cookies. They're cookies, right? We don't get them in England, right? No, we don't. We um, don't. But I had I had someone I was. It's in a very Florida British name like, too. Chips Ahoy. Yeah, that they, they are magical. They are absolutely magical cookies, and we don't get them. So do you get famous like, well, Amos? Yeah. They're the same thing. Uh, no, I don't think so. Welcome to the Cookie Podcast with Jess Corden. <laughs> well, it's important because me, me and Rand started this. We started the debate about biscuits and cookies and stuff because we. Yeah. Cookies are very specific type of biscuit in britain 
But, you know, Rand informs me that biscuit means something else in, in America. So it, we're having yeah, this debate about like the English language. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't it's even know. I don't, it's yeah. Americans. They have to call it sidewalk, not pavement, for God's sake. You have to go remedial for the Americans. <laughs> what, you call it pavement? <laughs> pavement. That's yeah, what we call it's what it's made out of. slabs on it, right? You have to yeah. be literal with the Americans. Sidewalk. <laughs> Sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this podcast right now. I'm outnumbered. And I see a lot of uh, people from the UK that? and the EU in the chat too. What am I supposed to do? I'll just hide. <laughs> what do you what do you prefer? Do you prefer chips ahoy or Oreos? I don't like Oreos. How about that? They're too sugary. They're just they're just like a rich one flavor that. of chocolate. Mountain I, Dew man with a mountain of Mountain Dew says too Mountain sugar. Dew has seventeen flavors, sir. No, I don't know. Um, no, I I like. So that's chips another thing Ahoy. about America, right? I, I hate to interrupt you, but I have to I have to bring up this point. Everything in America has like fifteen million different variants. In Britain, we have Mountain Dew. That's it. But in yeah. America, you got like fifty thousand versions of Mountain Dew. Like, how, where do they get the shelf space for all these different versions? When I was in Florida. There was yeah. like a whole aisle dedicated to different flavors of Oreos. It was like, it's like, how much variation do you need? They have, uh, but I, I will say, Americans have better food, man. They're, they're so they good. Do. They do. They do. Way fatter if I was in America. Even the Reese's Pieces cereal, the Reese's Puff cereal. Oh my God, that's like crack. It tastes so good. I went to <laughs> Miami and all my friends were just going out uh like uh to restaurants and stuff and i bought boxes and i'm sitting there after uh for miami music week we've got loads of like women around <laughs> uh just doing things uh and there's me with a bowl of cereal just munching on it like a fat piece of shit just i knew it there, like all the yes, goes all the way to america lyrics. for the food I'm like, i love it i was just so addicted to it I was like, these guys were like having, well, they were having lines of other things. But yeah, anyway, let's talk about <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got the podcast demonetized. <laughs> well, 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 this is, uh, I could totally picture Gaz flying all the way to the US just to get some tasty treats. And then the girls are like, we're over I'll here, Gaz. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, everyone was frustrated about the Oreos thing because there was rumors about um, maybe some Xbox news breaking. But I, well, let's get to that in just a second. I want to talk about Redfall quickly because I think half the fans are like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. And I think that's changed. Um, you guys had a chance to talk about this um, on Friday, right, Jez? What, what, tell me where yeah, you are with Redfall. Well, I was kind of like in two minds about it because i love arcane and i love arcane's games i love prey i love dishonored two of my favorite games especially prey I absolutely love prey. prey but i just i just couldn't jam with Deathloop. like i just i don't know what it was i don't know if it was a gameplay style or whatever but the, i just couldn't i just couldn't get into death loop and i thought that was weird so that kind of that kind of made me worried about how i might feel about redfall and you know, and the, the co-op aspect and, and stuff like that. And it sort of started reminded me of, you know, these kind of games, not borderlandsy, where you just kind of, you're not really paying attention to the world you're in. You're just kind of messing around and sandboxing about and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with those kind of games at all. I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting that, you know. 
Um, mm. But I ain't, I ain't someone who really enjoys those kind of games. I like the sort of I like single player games and methodical kind of you know the prey kind of games, the immersive sims that they're kind of, they were kind of known for. And I saw some of their interviews and they were saying like, you know, uh, yeah, there still there still are are arcane DNA in there, like the immersive sim, the world building, that kind of stuff. And you know, I was just kind of like, well, I'll, I'll kind of I just kind of ignore it and then I'll I'll go in blind. I do that a lot. You know, if it's sort of like a game I know I'm gonna probably gonna play anyway, I just kind of like try and ignore it so it doesn't sort of, um, you know, color my opinion too much. Because one thing I've always thought about Arcane is that they tend to make unmarketable games. Like I didn't really understand what Prey was until I played it. I didn't really understand what Deathloop was supposed to be until yeah. I played it. It was like you know what it's a roguelike, but it's a shooter. Like there's a time loop, like. What is this game? You know, there's there was this there was this whole sort of this whole sort of um, I don't know I don't know what you call it. There's like this cloud of confusion over the game, and um, I kind of felt that way about Redfall too. I was like, you know, one of the the headlines I saw this week from the interview on Games Radar was um, it's not a Left 4 Dead clone because a lot oh, of people thought you. it was like going to be Left 4 Dead. You know, yeah, um, forever, and they and they led with that, right? And um. Even though Left 4 Dead itself is an amazing game, Left 4 Dead clones often fall flat a little bit. You know, there's like there's like only a couple of Left 4 Dead-ish kind of games that sort of even come close to the greatness that was the original Left 4 Dead, right? Or Left 4 Dead mm -hmm. 2 even. Yeah, there's um, like yeah. Um, World War Z and then Back for Blood are probably the ones you're thinking mm -hmm. of. And then there's a I little bit of I was thinking of like Vermintide it, and stuff. But yeah, I also yeah. Zombie Army Trilogy was all right. But that's the thing, though. They're just all right, you know. Like Zombie Army Trilogy, they are. Is fun. They're like seven like, out yeah. of tens, and people love them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was thinking, like, oh, well, if they try, if they're taking on Left 4 Dead, there's kind of like there's there's, there's there's almost like a stigma with that, you know. But now they've come back and said like it's our take on a, a sort of Far Cry, and um, I like I like, and they specifically said Far Cry Two, I believe. That's and quite well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, and I thought like that's really that that made me really intrigued because Far Cry Two was did they say two Jez in the interview? Yeah, two. Oh. They did. They said two. They said because two, two is really special in its own way, and nobody talks about it. But go ahead, Jez. Yeah, yeah. I th I'm pretty sure they the said fire? two, unless I'm yeah. Well, they all yeah. have fire, but Far Cry Two really had fire. <laughs> yeah, proper fire. But, yeah, that one. yeah, and it had fire but, in your malaria but, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, that's that's it though. There's, there's, if yeah, not Far Cry Two was like, it was a janky kind of game in in a, a lot of ways. But there was there was something about it. There was like a soul to it that I think Ubisoft yeah. games often lose these days, where it's like, um, it's it's really hard to describe. Even though like I'm a so-called professional writer, you know, there's just something about it. Something about <laughs> yeah, Far Cry you Two why specify far cry 2 there'd been five yeah. or six games of far cry now so why two two is yeah. the most dis distinct one out of all of them anyway but it's hard to qualify why i mean far cry 2's quirks were the gun jamming which wasn't that great but like there was a part of a nice fire there was a feel that was different how do you describe that i know what you're was, talking about it's something different it was there. like a almost like a grit about far cry yeah like the, it's word. almost like the lack of polish was somehow made it you guys are of, missing somehow worked 
you're missing what makes Far Cry 2 so amazing. And nobody really talks what about the game because it's ancient, right? But Far Cry 2, they didn't hold your hand whatsoever. And it was more organic. It was like the first mm. open world game where you drove... Yes visually to the place you had to pop up the map in the middle of your screen while you're driving you um you took on missions the way you think you should like the guy's like i need you to go over to that boathouse and take him out and you're like okay how am i gonna do this because i don't want to die and it just had it was the first time because far cry 3 and those are all the same yeah. far cry 3 4 5 yeah. 6 7, well, they're all the same but far cry 2 was the first one to do it has that special thing that we are feeling but I don't know if we explain it properly. That's and good, though. We haven't you're seen right. that. Yeah, there's like... Fact, there's, sorry. I was just saying, it's like what you're getting at. It's like that kind of grit, like digging the, the bullets out of your hand. And everything was yes. manual. Like you had to repair the vehicle. And like, it got repetitive, repairing the vehicle over and over again. The guns jamming. It got kind of repetitive. Yeah. But there, there was just something... <laughs> It made you feel like invested, <laughs> yeah. You know, invested, it, and I think like Arcane's games, yeah. Arcane's games make you feel invested in a way that Ubisoft games don't. So I'm kind of thinking like, well, if it's Far Cry, but it can make me feel invested, like Far Cry Two did, but with Arcane's world building and making me invested in the characters and the world because it's it's uh, has that sense of handcraftedness and not copy and pastedness, which I think do you, a lot of modern new software like, fall afoul of. Yeah. Do you feel like you can't get invested in Deathloop? Cause I think you and I are kind of on the same page with Deathloop because you die, you lose a lot of your gear until you get further in. And, and like when you reset, I'm like, oh. and I know Gaz is different cause he loves Hades to death. Um, that like there's, I didn't get that arcane feel that I got with prey where I was building my character. I was grabbing all of the upgrade machines or whatever they're called, yeah. the stems. And I was recycling gear and I was getting, you're just getting better and better and better. So, um, I wanted, I wanted an arcane game from, from arcane, you know? Yeah. And I was playing death. It was like, this is a fine game, but it's just kind of not for me, you know? And I, yeah. I, I sort of like, I don't play a lot of roguelikes and there's, there's obviously this, there's this moment in roguelikes where it sort of grips you and it's like, you've got enough upgrades that you feel like you've progressed. I never got to that point with Deathloop, you know, it's kind of like in Vampire Survivors when you first discover the garlic, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, and then you first discover this and then you grow beyond the garlic and it's like, you know, yeah. I've ascended beyond the garlic and now I'm a, now eventually you become like a God, you know, um, I'm sure Deathloop has that kind of roguelike progression, but I just never got to that point where I felt like I'd gotten anything for my time, you know. And I didn't, I didn't really feel invested in the story in the world, like I did with Prey. So yeah. I just felt like the, the gameplay, the, the gameplay loop in Deathloop was an, almost like a needless restriction, you know. And I realized mm. that's the. the They've, they've tied the story delivery to that restriction so it kind of kind of hamstrung them in a way like they couldn't even offer a mode where it was just like a, a, make it more like a classic open world thing but i'm hoping that's yeah. what Redfall will be be like death loop without that restriction and again there's nothing wrong with death loop a lot of people loved it, it reviewed very well mm -hmm. but again it's just not for me so i'm hoping like redfall with this latest interview from grads radar it sounds like redfall has fallen sort of further toward the pendulum's f fallen further towards what i would consider a game for me so i went from being sort of like i'll play it but you know i'm i'm not that hyped about it to being like oh actually that sounds pretty damn cool and name checking far cry 2 that was exactly what mm -hmm. i would need to do to get me interested 
So, a lot of people were like that when they first showed the CGI, like, okay. Then they showed the gameplay. It was like, oh, that looks really polished, looks different. But there's still some Left 4 Dead vibes there, but hopefully enough in the character abilities and the weapon handling that'll be different. And then this article comes out and it makes very specific references to Far Cry 2 and Stalker of all games. And you're thinking, wait, hold on, what does that mean? And now listening to you, Colt, about what made Far Cry 2 what it was, because I don't remember it being so freeform. I never, that's one of the few Far Cry games that didn't complete. Um, but based on what you've said and what they said in their interview actually talks about that. So it's like they they gave you uh, an analysis. You'll want to see if you can get into a barn you found, climb a fire lookout tower that you spotted in the distance and try and get into a house to read all the notes scattered inside. But then you'll come across, like you're going through some like long, tall grass, like you and your buddies, and then you'll come across people talking. That organic kind of open world is beautiful. I was not expecting that. I was expecting kind of generic enemies plapped on here. Go do your mission. Here's a check checkbox. And it's not get that, to the end of the map and and where yeah, the door is I hate and open that it and shut it. Formula. Yeah, it, I mean, it's very rote game design, and a lot of games rely on that. And I'm so sick of that. But with Redfall, I thought, well. I had conceded that this is most likely part of its DNA, but hopefully the character abilities and the weapon handling and the, how those work will elevate that experience beyond that Ubisoft formula I'm sick of. When I read this interview, I was surprised pleasantly because there's RPG elements. I don't know there are NPCs you can talk to in the game. Weapon modifications, they're talking <clears> about <throat> you don't want to hold on to the same weapon for a long time, which means there are variants of each weapon, vampire slave, uh, slaying variants, special guns. And I personally would only play this co-op, I think. I know you can play it single player, but even in co-op, they've got unique dialogue lines if you or elect to choose different characters because if you choose, you can pick the same characters I think it's a bit weird uh, I don't like that decision but if you have different characters and you, they exchange voice lines you know like NPCs do mm -hmm. but then you get a buff for that and it's like, that's a bit unique and unique is the word I would use here because Arcane have come out in this very quite frank in this interview like well the you know, we could have picked it to be an open world game or a co-op game. We've kind of ended up with both. And it said, we're, if if it hits the quality mark, that's what they said, I'm remembering it. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, if it hits the quality mark that they want, I think it's a special game. So from being what people thought, I didn't think it was that, but there were some vibes of a Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood clone. For being that, to being something very special for a studio that does very specific games, Deathloop, Prey, and Dishonored, doing a co-op slash single player, like this kind of open world game, it's this will be the last time, or very, it'll be the, well, they've said they're not really going to go back to this form, they're going to go back to more tightly confined gameplay. They've said this in an interview. So this is quite a unique game for the studio, and I really want to see this studio stretch itself out because we saw guerrilla games do something different from first person to third person and that yielded good results i'm very confident about this and i also think the lukewarm sorry i'm talking like a piece of shit <laughs> but uh, let me just very quickly on the point that the left for dead comparisons i think that's actually working in its favor 
because it's tempered expectations and that's the opposite problem xbox games we always hype them to hype heaven high heaven well with this game we haven't we've kind of like held back and this interview is like giving us a a glimpse of potentially a lot more so i'm really genuinely excited so i'm doing this video now i'm just like oh this is actually really good like this could be really good so yeah it's been a well, very good start for xbox if this bangs harder than we thought it would there's a, <laughs> there's a concern you have to you have to yeah. kind of push out of the way when people say left for dead clone because one of the things that wasn't isn't so great about world war z left for dead back for blood is is the uh, holding down the trigger and just mowing down zombies with one or two bullets piece, you know? And it could be cool to mow them down, but there's no impact. Like, when you take down an enemy and pray, it means something, and, and you can loot them. I don't know if you can loot vampires, but this is more of an RPG. And that mindless, just wasting away hordes of enemies gets really old. Um, especially, like, there's, there's no real progression. So... That's the the real like that when they say things about Borderlands or Far Cry, I, I, I get a little more excited because it has to mean something when you play an RPG. I mean, isn't that what keeps you coming back, Jez? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's. I mean, do they define it specifically as an RPG? No, they, they, they there are RPG elements in there. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to find that that part of the short trailer where it shows all of the gear. And the skill tree to pause on it, it like is so brief in the video. I had to slow it down in my video, but um, well, it's it's almost off the term RPG has almost become like so wishy washy now. Like since like you know, since it's probably like, I think the, the term RPG jumped the shark when Assassin's Creed Origins came out, and it's like yeah, this is like we the Assassin's Creed team played way too much Witcher. <laughs> Uh, like okay, we need to make Assassin's Creed with The Witcher, and everyone's like, "Hang yeah. on, well, what about being an assassin?" And we're like, "Nah, nah, stats, stats, and loot now, and stuff like that." But I think like uh, it doesn't work for Assassin's Creed personally because the 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 whole point of an RPG role playing game for me is you have to be immersed in the role of that character, right? And although Assassin's Creed Origins was a very good sort of action game. And stuff like that. I never really care about Ubisoft stories, and I, I'm hating on Ubisoft now. I always get into this loop of hating on Ubisoft when I do podcasts for some reason. Um, but I never really, I never really like, because I, I just kind of know what their formulas are. All their games have the same beats, and when when you've been covering Ubisoft games for so long, you just start to see these same tropes, these same patterns, these same villains come over and over and over again. And eventually, you just kind of tune out, right? Yeah. So like. The, it's like I've always said, like the division might be more interesting if you'd have mutants and zombies and stuff like that, rather than you know just uh, trying trying to make me believe that there's a cult of guys who love flamethrowers, you know, <laughs> trying to make it realistic. <laughs> I don't know. That's a very Ubisoft thing to do. It's like, yeah, okay, we we sort of we want to keep it grounded because we want to put the Tom Clancy branding on there, but mm. we also want to make an RPG where things are supposed to be a little bit more fantastical. I don't know. So it's just, it's just again, is there something about Ubisoft kind of games that I can't put my finger on that I'm hoping won't be present in Redfall. And typically it when it comes to Arcane, yeah, exactly. It, typically it when won't. it comes to Arcane, it won't. So if, it, if it's like a Far Cry, which does have RPG elements, you know, you could argue, 
there's progression and, and stuff like that and character driven stories and you know i think like dying light 2 as well described itself as an rpg you know the side quests and there's like dialogue choices some a few major dialogue stories and stuff but where a lot of these games fall flat for me was that i just didn't care i didn't care about the world i didn't care about the characters and maybe that's a me problem you know but after playing prey and dishonored I know that Arcane is extremely capable of making those kind of worlds that make an RPG really matter and make those loot systems matter and make that sort of feeling of like, I want to grow my character mm -hmm. because I like my character and not just because the game wants me to jump through these hoops, you know. I think they, I think they have to work hand in hand, otherwise it just starts feeling like a, a mobile game, you know, um, arbitrary where... I think like, I remember Anthem got called out for this where... Data miners discovered that like all the stats and weapons were completely arbitrary and none of them mattered. Like like what? because the yeah like this this is a whole thing and to be honest it's it's standard now you know like they probably yeah, just racked like, up the damage and the damage resistance and that was it. Yeah, like mo like mo monsters directly scaled with whatever you got. So like the challenge always felt consistent. So there was no sense of progression really. And like all games do this now, like Genshin Impact does and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. um, and Diablo Immortal, like you get, you get an upgrade, and it won't really be an upgrade because all the enemies will just scale up to your upgrade. You know, so like, there's no sense of real progression. You know, um, so again, like it's 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 easy to put these kind of systems in games because you see titles like The Witcher do it or whatever do it and whatever do it. But I think there's something that's been lost in what defines an RPG, and that's like you know the the sense of growing a character. So. I'm hoping if they are they are trying to attach that identity to Redfall that they nail all those aspects of what makes an RPG an RPG or if it's something different entirely, you know, it's maybe I'm overthinking it a little bit here. But. Yeah, well, I mean, we can assume they're not going all the way with RPG elements, that they're kind of finding a middle ground between what they did with other games. So I, I grabbed two screenshots. Let me look at them real quick and then we're going to move away from... from from Redfall, but there's this loadout tab of your for your character, and there is tiered weapons. There's white, blue, purple, green, and probably legendary for for orange. So, like they said, it, we didn't even mention this in this whole discussion, guys. But they did say there were Diablo elements in the game as well as Far Cry. So your gear is tiered by I don't know what you call that by common status and legendary status. The other uh, screenshot I have here is the perk tree and they have 10 skill points. I, I paused this on the video while you guys were talking about the game and there's a skill tree that you'd see like in far cry where it, it radiates around and then it kind of uh, branches out between each branch for uh, his second, like remember how, how he has the, the staff that puts down the UV light. There's something for yeah. that. And then there's something I think is like healing or health regeneration. There's something, there's a battery and power tree. So that will like recharge gear maybe. Um, so there's going to be a lot of meaningful things to do in the game. It sounds like they're probably going to go uh, just beyond what they did in Prey and make it a little more RPG-ish than uh, they uh, did the their RPG last game. The RPG word, by the way, is in this interview is used by uh, Game Informer. Was it Game Informer? Games Radar. Was, Games, Games Radar. Radar. That's them. Games Radar. They always get the really good interviews, but they. I'm searching on their interview. Uh, interview. Only they use the word RPG leading on to the question. Oh. So, or actually, this interview is kind of describing 
and then go, quoting uh, these two gents. And when they say, they call it advancing RPG powers, but the the developers don't really use that word, but I get why they're using uh-huh. that terminology. The developers are saying what you get in exchange for co-op is tremendous synergizing powers together. I think co-op is the way you should, you're encouraged to play this game. Obviously, it literally gives you a buff for playing in co-op. And it's very cool. The combo buff, yeah, is a co-op buff. And it's cool that they're they're straight up like, we want you to play this game alone. Or then we want you to play with friends. And there are definitely games where, like, you can play Borderlands alone. And I've done it a lot. But it's a totally yeah. different experience. It's kind of a different kind of game. Um, let me read a couple supers, and we're going to talk about this uh, this new Xbox event. Everybody wants to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Jez doesn't want to talk about it. It's going to be great. Uh, Keo Saturn, thank you so much for the super. Says the greatest podcast is now live. Xbox Two is on right now. Shoot! No, <laughs> Kung Fu Hot Dog. Thank you for the five year old. He says hi, Cole. I'm going to buy merch soon. Started playing Mass Effect Andromeda and find myself laughing at the bad dialogue, despite how pretty the game can look. Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda is—it's uh, not a Mass Effect game. It's um—it's a halfway step to Anthem, but I still played it. Detective Seeds with a twenty-dollar super. Thank you so much, Detective. He says playing WoW. <laughs> oh, Jez, playing WoW and wanted to stop in for a bit. Nice to see my dude Jez turned on the mic for this interview. Much love, guys. Uh, thank you so much for that. Drawn TJ says keep making the amazing content. Uh, Gaz will make some more rap videos and burn people's corpses. It's what he does. <laughs> I love making that video. People say it cost me like 2000 or 10000 to make the video. No, man. I filmed it. I edited it. Well, obviously, my mates helped the camera. I didn't pay anyone to do that. Um, yeah, your friends I paid are my very friends gracious. in food. That's yeah. how I paid my friends in masses of calories <laughs> and so it cost him 75 problem. bucks to make that video so drop him a super thanks <laughs> uh, sith lord said two hours early i started dialysis early but apparently not early enough jez people are requesting xbox 2 bath water when can we get it <laughs> oh man you have to stay tuned for that one <laughs> oh my gosh the perks that come with your show Gaz is uh, already putting a pre-order for the first batch Hey, thanks to you. You, you, you. Thanks to me, you enjoy YouTube Premium for a year. I signed up to that, by the way. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, really? YouTube yeah. Premium for a year? Oh, yeah, snap. Yeah, promo. Yeah. I, for- I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I signed up thanks to you. Thanks to you. I don't know if that ever came through. I think, I think, I think Google I just scammed. Did, use your- did it? Oh, I definitely used I yours. Know. I didn't I'll use anyone else. I'll I saw the I link know. and did it. So hopefully you get it for like whatever. Uh, so Papa Baco says, thank you for the super says, hit that like button. Yeah, I haven't said that. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. We're going to get knee deep into this Xbox stuff. He says, uh, hit that like button or I'm going to show up at your house. And oh, never mind. He says, Colt always tells me to be nice. So just hit the button, please. Hit the like. Let's get that up to 500 if um, we are amazing. We'll try to do our best. Uh, Dave, Web Dave from Outbreak Gamer says, Colt, Gaz, great show. Amazing guest. Xbox 2's Jez. And Risk It for the Biscuit says, what's up, Colt, Gaz, Jez, chat? I saw an article about Xbox De- Developer Direct. How certain is that happening? I think it's a reaction to Backlash. We're going to get into that in just a second. Alvin, thank you for the 10. He says, Arcane has a 22-year history of never being generic. The idea that they were making a clone of anything was never sound reasoning. It's going to be unique. I agree, Alvin, because in that interview, which is really well written, right, guys? Like, Games Radar did a really good job writing their part of it, and they got so much information out of Harvey and Ricardo. Um, They said they were really reaching and stretching to do something they haven't done before. So... 
He's right. Dub with the five. Thank you so much. Just shout out to my three favorite peeps in the gaming podcast scene. Excited to hear about the showcase and more excited to actually see it. And Red Wolf says, let me read a couple supers. Cold Eastwood. I was talking to Red Wolf last night. We were, oh my gosh, he makes me laugh. He's a good dude. One more. Jetty Jigoli says, Jez, what are the new project name leaks? Jez, let's talk about what happened uh, the middle of your day here. Uh, What were you thinking? What did you do? Who's responsible? No, I'm just kidding. What happened today? Tell us. <laughs> what was the big news? It's the big news. Oh, I originally talked about this back in December, back in early December even. Um, I think me and Rand talked about it on the show originally and then uh, that we'd heard this possibility that there was going to be an Xbox showcase in January. And I, I put that out there because everyone was sort of like angry about Microsoft no-showing the Game Awards, right? And Rand Rand made the point that um, you know, if you know, they collaborate with Jeff Keighley, right? And if you collab- yeah. collaborate with Jeff Keighley and stuff, you don't want to be like um, you don't want to steal Jeff's thunder by saying like, "Oh, we're not at the Game Awards because we got our own showcase," you know. Um, oh. So so Rand Rand made the point that like they they kept they kept quiet about it because you know out of respect for Jeff Keighley, and I, I thought that was like a fair fair point, you know, possible <laughs> possible scenario there, and um. I've had to switch headphones because these these Bluetooth ones are just knackered. But um, but uh, yeah. So we'd heard about it for a while, and honestly, I had mountains of sources on this. I I, I think I was told by eight different people that there is going to be some kind of show in January. But mm-hmm. for me, I don't like pulling the trigger on things without having absolute beyond shadow of a doubt some some form of physical evidence. And uh, that physical evidence, you know, screenshot or photograph, you know, that kind of thing, uh, to prove it beyond shadow of doubt, um, that came through today. And um, and I suppose because Microsoft's starting to share it with influencers, maybe and maybe some media outlets have got know about it already. Um, and uh, I was kind of well, if you know, if if this is out there now, it's only a matter of time before it's it's me or someone else. Because um, Jeff Grubb also brought up the. F- Jeff Grubb corroborated that there was a showcase when he talked about he talked about Ghostwire Tokyo announcing a game called Hi-Fi Rush, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Jeff Grubb said that was possibly going to be at this show. So that sort of like made me think, well, if Jeff Grubb knows about it, pretty much everyone knows about it at this point. <laughs> no, I mean, you I'm guys have become... You broke it. Hmm? So you you, you guess? broke it at the right time. I think you did because... I think Xbox has a bit of a disconnect with some of its core fans who are really starting to get really anxious, impatient. And then the Oreos thing, like the Mondays we were representing, and the Oreos thing was just like, oh, for flip's sake, really, really. I mean, after you butchered my Halo, uh, and I didn't even say anything on socials because people can't handle it. Well, not not because I did, I just thought this is not a hill for me to die on. But just privately, I was talking to you, I'm like, this is so stupid stupid um you don't so remember that like, you did it at the right timing i think you the timing of your announcement actually probably helps them microsoft may be pissed off at you but i don't think you did the well it's not our jobs to do the marketing for xbox let's be honest like that they're, they're crap at it that's their problem but as xbox fans we want to get some good news and just like we we're like, this is the the attitude of Xbox fans. This this is the image. 
We were just like this on a Monday. Oh, and then you alter that. There it is. Thank you, Jess. No, our image, our image was. And we are ready. <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh. Colton Tim Dog says there's going to be news this week. And then I wake up in the morning. I roll over <laughs> expecting my text from Gaz. And instead, it's like Xbox is like Oreos. <laughs> I was so, like, yeah. what am I looking at? I just woke up though, like, oh, whatever. Um, but we know it's. You gotta remember though. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, I want to hear well, what gonna say? reason what? there. He's How got reason. You damage control. I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> I'm, I'm damage controlling for Microsoft, even though they're probably at me right now. So, yeah. like, you, you gotta remember that there's, the, there's, there's different audiences for different things. Like, you know, the, the audience that's gonna see Xbox on a, on a store shelf with Xbox. Uh, Oreo on a store shelf with the Xbox logo next to it. That's completely different to the people who pissed off on Twitter waiting for like Starfield info. The the person yeah. who's buying the Oreo, chances are they don't even know what Starfield is. You know, chances are they, they don't they don't, they don't care about any of this. Xbox stamped Oreos. I just don't get it. Like Michael Jordan had Duracell, Hanes, uh, Gatorade, um, Nike. He had like a, uh, what was the hot dog company? He I remember he had like seven or eight. Uh, endorsements in the nineties. And I was like, well, I mean, he's, he's the ball player. Like he deserves to push Duracell batteries or a Gatorade because he's the, he's the goat. You know, like that wasn't even a term back then, but Xbox has not done anything yet. Like they don't have anything to back up the Oreo name. They were, they were selling Pringles with master chief on there. And they're the selling you delayed. diabetes. Look, Mountain Dew, Oreos, Doritos, any of these no, healthy. No, hold on. I got we, <laughs> we a I don't wanna, gym membership. <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's just it's just a weird optic, Jez. Like, here's Oreos. Everyone's like, wait a minute. You've got you're supposed to have uh 24 games in Game Pass and exclusive to Xbox coming in the next tw- six months. Six months. <laughs> So, but dude, well, you have to think of it like this, right? Month, though. It is early in the month, yeah, I will say it that. Is, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a collaboration, right? So, yeah. like, they can't just not announce it because, like, Oreo will be like, well, you embarrassed of us or something. <laughs> we have a contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that You're contract. Like, yeah, but we're a bit embarrassed right now. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I don't give a damn. You've got a contract for this. Yeah. Let's go. It's just like these are things agreed in advance. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't. That's why I didn't go hard on the Oreo thing. I was like, okay, for. The Oreos. When are we getting this news? You broke it. All right, twenty fifth. Let's go. Well, it's it's uh, happened like multiple times before. Where I've seen I've seen this these literal scenarios happened before. Where it's like Microsoft has been getting criticized and flack, and fans are getting antsy and stuff like that. And then they've dropped like a new controller gradient <laughs> or something. You know? Yeah, they do. Uh, and, that. Then, and then it's, and then it's, yeah. So you know, it's it just sort of came at a weird time, but. It's also kind of like you know, that what, what they're gonna do? They got a contract. Yeah. They got they're gonna they got a they're gonna piss off Oreo, the 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 legendary biscuit company by <laughs> by not by denying them their chance. You, in the you just showed you just showed the audience and the chat two things that we all glossed over, and and, and it's hyperbole that Gaz and I are like raising our voices about the Oreos thing because I think it's funny. It is funny, like yeah. when you see an American Girl doll with a little mini Xbox controller, you go, "Oh, that was oh gosh!" <laughs> and it's not for us, but you kind of like, oh, gosh, right?" <laughs> um, but what Jez pointed might, out today, might, you never Jez, know, right? Uh, you're American right, Girl because, doll might turn a little girl into a lifelong Xbox fan. You never know if there's games. Like, yeah. Well, 
she only wants to play Roblox and Minecraft anyway. You're dang her. right. That's what 90% of the, <laughs> of the console gamers are playing, Roblox and Peppa Pig. You're dang right. But you know what? Uh, Jez, you, you're spot on. Like, we make the jokes, right? But you don't stomp all over a marketing agreement that's been going on for months for Oreos and like just bury it with your announcement a day early because Xbox fans have been whispering in elevators like, Psst, there's going to be an event tomorrow. It's going to no, be but announced. I think, I- I think it's a it's a Microsoft problem. They they don't market well. I think it's almost unanimously agreed, even with the hardcore foaming at the mouth Xbox, that Microsoft doesn't market its uh, games well at all. I mean, there's deafening silence. There's six months. You should have been starting marketing three months ago of these games. Look, the Redfall they yeah. started advertising the moment they revealed it. The <laughs> last CGI cutscene, which was last year or two years ago, sorry. So we're in 2023 now, and then they stopped because it got delayed. And now it's like, where's it? Where's the gameplay? Where's it? now that Jez, you've given us some it cascades down. I think it's Microsoft may be annoyed at you, but I don't think there's much to be annoyed at. Because you've helped pacify fans, at least like there's something there, bro. And this, if it wasn't for your article, there was it was turning pretty sour. Trust me. As soon as your article <laughs> came out, everyone was like, "Okay, there's hope." Now yeah. make it official. Because Aaron Greenberg comes out and he goes, "This is gonna be a fun week for news." I just shut the. Aaron, just give me some specifics now. I'm tired. He's not allowed to, but at least Aaron's trying to get fans like at least ready. So, Jez, tell us what what you reported on today. Uh, For those who are joining us, we've got um, we've got about 1,300 people here. So, you put an article. I've got it linked in the description. Your article on Windows Central. But tell us what the gist of the uh, of the news was. Um, We haven't like really scratched into that. Well, um, you know. I just, I just want to say that, like, it's not, it's honestly, like, as, as nice as it is bringing, you know, a little bit of positivity to proceedings when everyone's feeling down and stuff. It's not the mentality I have when it comes to this, some of this stuff. Because at the end of the day, I'm not here to market for Microsoft. I really am not, you know. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't think, like, yeah. I need, I need to inject some positivity in Xbox right now. I had the information. Yeah. And it's my job to yeah. share it, you know, more so than ever, yeah. you know, and because we're we're under a lot of pressure at work right now to drive traffic yeah. with with all these weird shit going on at Google and all this algorithm stuff, and I want to keep my job, you know. Yeah. So I definitely ain't here to market for Microsoft and stuff like that, um, but it's it's sort of like it's just in, interesting what the response has been because it shows that how how. But anyway, um, yeah, we, you know, for those who don't know, what, what I wrote today was that Xbox has a new no games. direct <laughs> <laughs> Xbox has a new direct to developer uh, direct audience event, which I believe we believe they're calling um, uh, developer direct. And I have no idea what kind of i have no idea what kind of show it's going to be i don't know if it's going to be like a deep dive interviews devs and stuff like that i don't know if it's going to be a rapid fire sort of nintendo direct very marketingy kind of thing or if it's going to be something more technical even you know because one thing everyone's been asking for something different like i remember when me and Rand started talking about we started debating on the xbox 2 podcast like some of this stuff like should microsoft do go down the xbox direct route mm-hmm. you know should they do mm-hmm. that 
People were pretty split. Yes. Yeah. They we, were? We want it as content creators, right? Because we yeah. want stuff to write. Yeah. We want stuff beyond the Activision deal to write about week in, week out. So we're a little yeah. bit biased. I would argue we're a little bit biased yeah. towards wanting a Nintendo Direct style show. We want the news beats. We want them. But there is a lot of people who aren't necessarily content creators out there who who did want Nintendo Direct style as well, more frequent the news, poll. because they're, they're insatiable. But there was a pretty significant portion, if I'm remembering right, I'm reminded or correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like it was like it was non it was like forty percent or something like that of people said they like the the big, big Christmas E3 Day yeah. style E three blowout, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, gonna pull the chat. Yeah, I'm gonna pull the chat. Yeah, pull the chat. I'm just gonna ask you to yeah. pull the chat. So um, so like with your pull. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been hearing about this show for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And you know, Jeff, I mentioned earlier, Jeff Grubb uh, talked about it as well. And uh, Aaron Greenberg's been teasing it. You, you can you can tell Aaron Greenberg's absolutely itching to get this out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he feels it, doesn't he? A little yeah. bit? Okay. I think so, yeah. Aaron's very in tune with the fans. You know, Aaron is really, really hands-on with, you know, getting out there and stuff when, when we were at gamescom like it, it was just like meeting fans the whole time like not even doing the business deals it's just fans getting feedback having sitting it's, down with fans left right and center yes. aaron greenberg is a really great guy it, it's fair to um, say jez that aaron probably wishes he could speak up more often than they get to no doubt no yeah. doubt there, there a lot of the marketing stuff like that we criticize him for is, is probably like legacy corporate you know entanglements and stuff and i know this because of because of my own corporation you know and yeah. they're having to sometimes you have to fight through all this like bureaucracy and the structures that have been put in place for decades and it's just like well that's the way we do it you know mm. and it's it's like hard to break those walls down if you're not if you're not like sat in Adele himself you know and then getting yeah. his ear to get the authority to to break down some of these walls it, it, you know i'm not apologizing for him but it's it's the we have to make a lot of noise as fans to get us to that place that we need to be. And that's why we do this stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we discovered that this developer direct show is coming on January 25th. Although the date might not be completely set in stone yet. They might change it. They might, you know, change, um, the name might not be set in stone either, but like this is the first like sort of physical evidence I had that sort of listed out what the show was going to be. Um, it didn't have the full details of what what's going to be there, so even if I had that, I wouldn't have leaked it because there wouldn't have been surprises and stuff like that. The only things I put in there were things that obviously be there. Minecraft Legends obviously going to be there. Forza probably obviously going to be there. Redfall probably obviously going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the sort of the one thing. You know, what about the new ZeniMax IP that they're working on? You think that would you guess that's like ready to for them to talk about? Possible. It's very possible. And also, you got Jeff Grubb talk, talking about the the Tango GameWorks smaller game that might be announced there. And uh, you know, oh, man, no, nah, I'm not going to leak that. Um, but you know, there's there's like there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff that's sort of like in the in flux about it that i'm still not sure about one thing is the, the whole contention about starfield like right now the best information i've got is that starfield is going to get its own sort of a direct developer direct maybe in the future possibly oh. um you know and uh maybe they'll save 
Yeah, maybe maybe they'll even. No. I mean, maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll save Starfield for like a, a bigger sort of blowout and stuff like that. Um, but it does it does seem like at the moment the best information we've got is that Starfield might not be there um, because they've got mm. they've got another plan for it. Um, so mm. that's pretty much where we're at right now. I wouldn't be surprised if like there is going to be a specific, you know, like how Nintendo does a Pokemon Direct or they do like mm. a. Whatever direct, what what Nintendo's are the games that I, I they have like three, about. Zelda. I think they can have the best of both worlds. Like poll, look at the poll, man. Poll is strongly weighted towards. Uh, they're not content. Uh, read creators. the poll out for people who are listening Do to the show. Do you want on. more? More people listening on Apple and Spotify. I love you. <laughs> um, D, the poll question uh, designed by Colt Eastwood himself. Get to Do it, guys. More smaller events a few times a year from Xbox. And right now, as of 300 votes, 87% say 304 votes. It keeps going up. 88% say yes. They want smaller events. I think that's the right answer. I think you can have both. This is how you do it. Game Pass is a living, breathing thing with a dynamic flow of games. A tweet lot, doesn't do uh, it. They are. I don't think a tweet does weed it for some of the games that drop it. in. I thought said, weed doesn't do it. I'm like, I beg to differ. What, 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 what doesn't do it? A tweet. Gaz, uh, Jez. Yeah. It's hard to say. Gaz, Jez. Which one's Jez? Jez is the one down here. Okay, Jez. <laughs> um, now I forgot what I was going to ask. I have ADD. It's great. It, it really gets you through the day, ADD does. <laughs> um... I was going to ask, what do you think about, isn't it feasible for Xbox to have two small events per year plus their E3? Like, that's not asking yeah. too much. Yeah. What have you just have, said? I, I think they'll go even more frequent than that. Like, if these are like, you know, sort of transparent, if this is like an effort to be more transparent and they're sort of like developer diaries kind of things, maybe they could be even more frequent, you know? Yeah, I think like they, they they could be exploring something completely new here. The fact that they call it developer direct says to me like it might even be like showing us behind the scenes kind of thing. And I think I think that's really good to show us like more behind the scenes stuff because one of one of the big sources of toxicity and misinformation is a complete misunderstanding about how a game is made. To be quite honest with you, mm -hmm. you know, if that is that just doing there, really five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, there's like there is a lot they could do to, yeah. across the whole industry, really, to sort of bring the fans along for the ride and you know educate us. You know, mm. um, and people is, might, is developer might, people might direct. Like, well, I... Sorry, Jez. Go ahead. Right. No, go on. Go on. Go I was going to ask you: Is developer direct uh, maybe the thing where Matt Booty's like, "All right, what studios are ready to show something for a January event?" And then they provide their own stuff. It's submitted, and Xbox just pancakes it together into a 20 or 30 minute presentation that's what it sounds like to me like this now I, directly from obsidian no here's nothing i, I have nothing. no idea i mean this is this is this is one thing they need to be transparent about is like how does the marketing cycle start you know mm -hmm. we're all sitting here like microsoft should do more that should show us more stuff and you know some scraps of information out there and it is scraps you know we don't we don't have like a full a full blow by blow breakdown of how these shows are made like from from what I'm aware of, but we we get like scraps of info where people are like saying like it takes months to put put a vertical slice together that's presentable enough yeah. to be put in a show these days because you know a lot of the a lot of the things that.
get implemented in modern games, like the last minute stuff, like the you know, lighting physics that we have now and all God knows what else. Like, you know, those are the things yeah. that you perhaps implement towards the end of development. You know, it's not like back in the day where there was like no lighting <laughs> and you could just sort of like make a vertical slice at any point in development. There's got to be like towards the right near the end where you sort of bug fixing and polishing things. Um, that's when things seem to emerge nowadays, you know. Um, I think vertical so, slices are a bit deceptive as well. If you look at Stalker, then you look at Atomic Heart. We were talking about this on our show. Atomic Heart, a lot. Of, there's, we're viewing it with some skepticism because we've been getting these vertical slices that look very well, uh, good. We're not mm -hmm. seeing much meaningful non, you know, curated content or any well, kind of thing as well. Yeah, Ga gamers are very skeptical these days. You know, so mm -hmm. how do you how do you make the the sort of vertical slice that is actually like not just presentable but also playable? Because the content yeah. you're talking about means it has to also be playable. By which point you've basically got a finished game. You know. Yeah. So like, how do you how do you like pull pull together a marketing beat when you've you've you're pretty much towards the end of development and you're you're trying to get a marketing beat well, on that level earlier see, on in development. But that Microsoft doesn't have that problem because multi ultimately with Game Pass, uh, it has a deluge of games and it's marketing none of it. Rick, Rick and, uh, not Rick and Morty, sorry, High on Life. Mm -hmm. They had hardly yeah. any promotion. So you should have an organic, constant, advertising campaign for game pass oh are the games appearing or coming close i mean it's a bit silly let's be honest we've got forza redfall and starfield coming supposedly in these six months time is ticking away none of these have had ad ad campaigns uh, i mean it's a bit crazy no something's go something's well, gone awry unless they've decided look people have short attention spans to which i agree we should have a concerted, very heavy marketing campaign dedicated to that small window just before release. I also agree with that. I think the traditional model that you can build hype over time in the early game, depending on the game. Starfield is one of those where you'd want to do that. But if you think it's highly saturated, which it is, Game Pass is highly saturated, which it is. This year's highly saturated with Tears of the Kingdom. It's, it's going to be you know, you want to have a laser-focused, sustained ad campaign. If that's what Microsoft is doing, then maybe they might be justified in their radio silence. So that's what I think they might be doing, because that's the only thing I can think of in the absence of them doing nothing as far as marketing is concerned, apart from Oreos. Oh, it, it depends, though. Like It's like the marketing like you're talking about essentially is... I, 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 just to play the game basis yeah it's it's kind of like the marketing they do different kinds of marketing like they, they've got a very strong tiktok presence right who here uses tiktok not me i don't use not TikTok. No, that and that's I'm not like 12. you know so <laughs> i might get on tiktok yeah. i might get on tiktok sure, so yes. the the marketing <laughs> that might appeal to you would it yeah. even need to exist because essentially you're already you're already aware of xbox they've got an mm. awareness problem right now so a lot, a lot of their marketing budget seems to be going broader to the normies. Should we call them normies? Sure. Me and yeah. call them normies. I'll call muggles. them muggles. The muggles. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're broadcasting further, further afield to the to the muggles who are buying their Oreos or they're scrolling on the TikToks and 
They're buying the Rorios through TikTok, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> buying their Chips Ahoy through TikTok. So uh, Microsoft's like one of their one of their big marketing goals of Microsoft and one of their big metrics which they use internally is this, this sort of new to Xbox stat. One of the one of their one of their key metrics right now oh. for growth that they're using internally is new to Xbox. Which is why I think you're seeing perhaps a lot of the marketing falling over there because I think they consider a lot mm. of us we market to each other, you know. We're, yeah. we're core fans, you know. We yeah. we tell we tell each other. Oh my god, have you heard about this game? We're the kind of people who will search best Xbox games on Google and find my great article on it, you know, mm-hmm. or or best <laughs> upcoming Xbox games Windows Central and find my great article on it. Um, <laughs> so like you know, we're we're the kind of people that they maybe don't necessarily need to market to as much, you know. And you could argue, you know, I'm by no means like a marketing guy. I didn't even finish high school, but like. Sort of the way I see it is like just from speaking to people at Xbox and you know reading reading documents I shouldn't have access to and that kind of thing. It does yeah. seem like a lot of their marketing is falling falling further afield because they tr- they are trying to grow this new paradigm, which is Game Pass. You know, uh, a sort of subscription based service that they're hoping they can make habitual for a new generation of people. It's so a lot of. I still think I still think and and I keep saying this it cascades down from the core gamer because when Maybe people ask the uh, you know the muggles will ask you hey uncle gaz what should I get get starfield you can build a spaceship you can put stuff in there have your own base invite and your nephew people goes no thanks i don't want to play at 30 frames <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think yeah, it cascades maybe. down. I think the core gamer is at the very bottom of the foundation of Xbox's platform. And I would, no, I, I want to ask you, Jez, does, I think majority of the money comes from the normies, not from the hardcores who buy every game. Don't, we don't make up the big chunk of the revenue, do we? No, we don't. We don't, we don't, we don't spend a thousand dollars on Fortnite a year. Or at least I don't. But that's the business. The business is Fortnite <clears throat> money now. It's Robux. Yeah, it that's is. That kind of stuff, you know. Like 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 Gaz's nephew might be saying, I don't what what? What are you talking about? I played that game in Roblox last week. You know, I can yeah. build a spa- I can build a spaceship in Roblox, you know. Build a spaceship yep. in, in Minecraft. I would wherever. beat the crap out of my nephew if he said this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll do this. That's, Todd Howard. Like, God Howard, how dare you disrespect his thing? No, probably could, you know. Probably run at 60 frames. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Um, I mean, it's like marketing. We're none of us are marketing experts. It's not, not our job. It's not even marketing is a boring topic. Ultimately, we talk about marketing is because we just want to see the games. We're, t- and, we're talking about the big, the big announcements yeah. and where they're and sitting. They and, and looking um, at Jez's article here which is perfectly written. Now, looking at Jess's article, we talked about Redfall. Um, let me quickly ask you about Minecraft Legends. I'm not a believer at all. I'm not a fan of Minecraft Dungeons. Played all the way through it, got to the end, and died on the last level, and I was like, I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Sell me on this game, or or tell me what you think it is. Well, I actually got to check out Minecraft Legends a lot at Gamescom, and I'm pretty excited for it. Have you ever played Brutal Legend? Yeah, um, I like yeah, Brutal, Brutal Legend yeah. a lot. Did you get you know the the RTS sections in Brutal yeah, the, Legend? The tower defense sort of like the defense yeah. sections. So imagine that, but on steroids. So like it's instead of being a subsystem of the game, it's kind of like the whole game's designed around it. So like 
it's an it's sort of like a randomly generated open world map with okay. lots of different bases of various strengths and powers. And you sort of you take your little hero. Your hero is the cursor of the game, basically. Um, and it's like it's like a super advanced cursor. You can run around and slash things. But you can't you can't take on a whole base by yourself because you need siege weapons to break the walls. You need you know anti archer artillery and all different kinds of stuff, right? You need your own base to generate resources. It's an RTS. It's an action real time strategy game. And I th- I am a guy who likes strategy kind of games. Like I like I like mobas. I like I like mobas. You know I I like mm-hmm. the idea of real time strategy. I play I play real time strategy campaigns, but I'm too dumb to play multiplayer. It's just too much stuff to learn. My brain yeah. just doesn't work that fast. Yeah, like guys. Like, <laughs> when I try, if I, I like, like RTSs, uh, one of my, I'm dumb. One of my colleagues wrote like um, Age of Empires two fast castle strategy. It's one of our like top articles from that year, and it was just like I was trying to read, and I was like, my god, this this guy's some kind of genius <laughs> it's like re- reading a like a like sun Tzu or something you know and um so but minecraft legends seems like a little bit more my speed you know it's not it's not going to be like hot super hardcore where you've got to like le- have uber micromanagement skills to to um yeah. to okay. succeed it's just sort of like it's sort of like a th- almost like a 3D tower defense game. You can go it's, around automatically. It's another build Minecraft game not made by Mojang. Like this one's hired out yeah. to an, another studio. I don't remember who it is. But Blackbird. Blackbird. They made hard right. ship, yeah. hardship space. No, hard space shipbreaker, or is it hardship space breaker? I don't know. Hard space shipbreaker. They made. Which that is sounds a, like a late night movie that Gaz would watch while it was still staticky. <laughs> That's that's actually a really awesome game. You you play as a you play as a salvage guy and you cut up spaceships in with like awesome physics. It's it's actually a really cool. Oh, game. that does sound cool. You're a wing commander. And, um, that was a brilliant game. Sorry. Yeah. So I, also, I mean, I also what, what is your now. personal opinion compared to Minecraft Dungeons? Like I enjoyed some of it, but I want after it's said and done. I mean, the game didn't score all that well, and millions like 15 million people played it. But what do you think is going to happen with Legends? Legends is is interesting. I don't think it'll be as popular as Dungeons potentially, because, but I could be wrong. You know, I think Minecraft Legends will be a fun, smaller get kind of game, and because it, it's not going to have like set levels like um, Minecraft Dungeons did, and I, I think like it's gonna it's gonna be a little tougher. I think than Minecraft mm. Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons is quite well, Minecraft Dungeons does get tough a high level at I the mean, very end. It's like. Know, yeah that was my problem did you play minecraft yeah. dungeons before i move on from this game uh a few years I did. ago i a played years it ago. i played it hardcore actually for, what about for you guys you uh, didn't play it pass pro- my, my issue with minecraft dungeons was like they they did a they did an update patch which oh, my nerfed nerfed they my build yeah they did they, they, hmm. they did a patch which nerfed my build it nerfed my weapons and I was like, and I was trying to kill stuff, and I just couldn't kill anything anymore because they ner- they nerfed uh, soul generation or something. And I, I built my old character around souls, and I couldn't use them anymore. I, so I, I was played just like, a, well, I, I played so much of the game with Dealer Gaming and Lethal Papa, who's in the chat, helping moderate and, and kick out the uh, the sexy stripper chat. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we played through the game, and we got we were doing fine, and we got to the very last level, and we walk in the door, and it's like, Bark! dead. <laughs> Bronk dead over and over. I'm like, what happened? Like, would we need to go back and grind some more? Anyway, the, l- let me talk about the next game that you've got on this list. 
um, Xbox, apparently to this leak you're talking about, would possibly be talking about Forza Motorsport and Turn 10 has been quiet for like three months. But what do you think has happened with Motorsport? You think it's going to be at this event? Do you think it's before June? Those are like the big questions. What's your take? Yeah, I, I, I don't know a damn thing about Forza Motorsport. That studio is pretty, pretty secretive and locked down and stuff like that. So all I know is, well, all I think, I don't know for certain about Forza Motorsport. But I think Forza Motorsport is going to be there in some capacity. Maybe it's like, um, maybe it's uh, it's going to be you know diving into the graphics engine or something like that. Because this whole this whole word, this whole keyword of developer direct, it has like a, almost a technical connotation to it. But okay. I wonder if they're going to go deep diving into the, the the development of some kind of systems or looking at the physics and stuff. The the simulation <laughs> of Forza Motorsport because. You know, I I am a racing games guy, but people people love that stuff. Like you know, yeah, getting really into the weeds and how like the the, the tires handle and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I don't know if, if you, have, you, you use the accelerometer with the uh, p- tire pressure and then you get a, t- a double d- barrel carburetor, you can get some real real great uh, racing things and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like <laughs> I like you're into racing then. <laughs> no, I I do yeah. I do really like Forza Motorsport and Turn Ten has been really dodgy about like they had the he- Eric Izaki if that's his name I think so who's really great when they get him on the on the on the uh, on the interview show he's really great and you could tell he's dug into it he's all excited then they had this other guy on I can't remember his name Alan or something and he was like really PR ish and you probably don't check this stuff out Jez and maybe Gaz you you maybe watched a little bit of the interview you watched my video where he was on screen but he was like really careful about how they describe things and they said <laughs> Scooter says don't mock me Colt he said no I actually love all that nerdy stuff for the racing but people are like it's got to have all of this you know, I want to I want to sit in the pit and I want them to wait until they move the valve stem I want to turn the controller over the valve stem and, and then bring the air into the tire and get the right pressure and you got to lick the tread and get it warmed up yeah no. but yeah that's good though <laughs> so there's a very hardcore crowd oh, yeah. um in racing it makes sense. So in Halo, no sprint. That's a different thing. But with racing, you want to... And I think with Turn 10, are really going a bit hard on the realism stake. But obviously, that how they balance that with the spectacle of their normal releases. Because they're really good games, you know. They introduce you straight into a little set piece in Dubai, like the arse one. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are they going to manage that and then give you the tools as well, like to do to make that, you know, it could be optional or whatnot. There are distinct crowds there. But with Turn 10, I'm so relaxed. They always shocked me. Every time the Forza game, the last Forza game, I didn't play that much. Uh, not Horizon, I'm talking about the Motorsport series, because it felt like fatigue, like there was it was coming every biannual one. This one is day one. Now I'm like less subjected to their motorsport series. I feel like this is very special. Like this is they. How yeah. long have they been working on this game for? Five years? Almost five years, I think. Gaz, when do you think? When do you think that they are trying to release this? Because I gave us I um, no like ten minutes or eight minutes of pure footage in June. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I I I expected a lot of noise. Um, I don't want to see any Aaron Greenberg hello X emoji things. How do you do that? Um on what do you type to do that? But I just 
I just I don't, I don't know. know. I am I'm I'm at a loss at the moment about what Xbox is doing. Not in a negative way. I genuinely don't know what their strategy is, other than what you've told us, Jess. Twenty fifth of Jan. So these are quite late. At least announce it. Well, I think it's going to happen this week, based on what Aaron Greenberg said. Right? They're going to announce the event this week. So probably tomorrow, Tuesday. Why would it do it late week? It must be tomorrow. I've heard. Um, it. I've heard it's tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's tomorrow. I mean, no one's mm. gonna watch my Redfall video, but yeah, like tomorrow's great news because then I mean that's why just, I'm pissed off at you. Just upload your Redfall <laughs> video and call it new Xbox event. <laughs> Might not be tomorrow. Like, I just that's the one be. one bit that I'm not I'm not sure on. Like this. Well, hopefully it's tomorrow because then you know it's just early week. You have more more time for it to gestate and build. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I, I don't know. Cool. I'm just. I have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is it would be great if you release Starfield before Zelda. If you release it too late, it's a problem. But then release it much later, then fine. Because Zelda comes out in April. April, I think. Or May. Might come out in May. Whatever happens. Whatever happens. I just want you, Jez, and the chat to know I love you so much. Olive juice. <laughs> Whatever happens, just, just remember, we've been friends for a long time. And uh, just Why hugs from all, all around. Just hugs. You just Let's- have some MDMA or something. Why are you being so <laughs> You know, what? you guys, I just want you to know that when times get tough, you know, the strong will prevail. I love you so much, bro. I have bro. no idea what let's, you're let's, alluding to. Let's talk- I love you too. <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> Jess, do you know what he's on about? You just take yeah. a line without snow. I have no idea what's going on right now. It sounds like those proof of life videos. Like I'm, you know, holding up the newspaper. I'm like, whatever happens, feed the dog at 4.30. You know, like that. <laughs> um, let's talk about Starfield. And I've been so excited for this game. And um, I thought it's great. You guys have been doing such a great job talking on the show while I've been listening and learning. But um, I'm really excited about Starfield. And I've. I'll share something on Twitter and like the chats, like they're like hilarious. Like they said that we do better marketing than Xbox because we're always talking about what's exciting. Right. So I, I, I share these little video edits I make of Starfield gameplay, the little bit we have, and I'll say Xbox exclusive. And Jez, I want to ask you this because I get without fail 40 to 50 replies telling me that either Starfield looks crappy. That's a given, or it's not Xbox exclusive. What? Block them. <laughs> Block them. I can never see. I never see Block, anything Block, like that Block. on my timeline because I have ten thousand people blocked, and it's beautiful. It's a. It's a. It's it's so zen when you make when you muting, when, I stop blocking, but I've been muting as soon as anyone says it's not Xbox exclusive. I mute them because either you're a troll. Or are you too dumb to know what's going on? But I want to ask you about that specifically. Like, 
I, is, what I usually do is like, is I, Starfield I, I, exclusive. I click on their profile. I click on their profile. <laughs> and if their profile is just tweet, 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 crying, crying, crying about console wars, I just block them. Don't even think about it. No. If, the, if there's like, if it's like someone trying to make a point or have a discussion, then great. You know, but nine times out of 10, it's just an account with, with no name dedicated to trolling, trolling, trolling. It's so boring. It's like, dude, oh, it's I, so I, would bad. Never, I would have nothing. I would never have anything in common with these people because it's just like, you know, like, why? I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't connect with these people spiritually because they're just they so. They haven't connected be, with they're... another human being sexually. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Um, there's just sad people around. I'm sorry, man. Like, D- yeah, don't oh. you get that? Jez just blocks anyone who disagrees with him. Don't you get that one? Yeah, good. Yeah. So <sighs> good. So Starfield. I don't, I don't block anyone, but I don't uh, care. In the 2021 but- showcase, Sarah Bond was up on stage and was and said like an amazing epic RPG in space. And yes. It's exclusive. And on screen, it said Xbox exclusive. And um, people really have a problem with that. I, I want to get into get into that in just a minute. Let me grab some supers, as my my friend Red Wolf would say. Uh, Trail Roberts, thank you so much for the five, says, my favorite podcast, hit the thumbs, especially if you want to see werewolves in Redfall in an update. Hmm, interesting. I hope this game gets full support, but we'll see what happens. Risk it for the biscuit, who has been uh, tirading and... and and having good laughs against people who are upset about the PlayStation being vertical. I'll leave mine vertical. So will he. It's no big deal. He says, it's weird marketing, but you wanted them to market. And there they are, the Oreos. Boner Jams is just a great name. Thank you for the $5 Super Chest. It's Happy Monday, everyone. All hail Colt Eastwood. God bless. <laughs> yes, to the Colt. <laughs> Gaz, don't join don't that. Don't do that ad sign. What are you doing? <laughs> what? Raise my hand? Okay. Uh, cloaked <laughs> on X. Remember when I was like, I have a question. You're like, why are you raising your hand on your podcast? I have a question. Oh, you raise your hand. Sorry. Yeah, raise my hand. Cloak Onyx with the $5 super says, do you hear, do you ever hear about the tragedy of the Xbox exclusive scale bound? Don't. Don't do that. Please don't do it. Assassin, who's been a member for 19 months. Man, I swear down. Say something about it. There isn't a single podcast that exists that can't mention scale bound at least once in the show. It's just, oh my god! It's, it's, it's like I don't know. What Let you call it die! It. Let it die! It's it was going to be like a, a s- game anyway. <laughs> What's die. the probability like a- of Scalebound coming back from the dead, guys? I don't want to say. What? Oh, so there's what? a chance. What? What? <laughs> Why do you say that? Why? Oh, your face is telling stories what is going on jess why do you look so flustered <laughs> what is there's no nah, way nah, you, nah. you know something scrolling. though there's <sighs> something there that cheeky smile i haven't jess, seen in a while just just answer me this jess <laughs> if Scalebound what? is a post 2020 game it's something connected to it are there gonna what? be no beats headphones in this version just yes or no what oh, is man. he doing? I, I don't know anything about Scalbo, man. But it's 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 just it's just hilarious that they're just the the rumors persist. Mm. It's like a scar. It's like a scar, Ooh. isn't it? Scalbo. What? But don't try and don't try and move. <laughs> He's chat. I don't know anything about Scalbo. What are you talking 
Kira came out is something else. Kamiya slept with him or something happened. I Did don't know what it is. I don't know what he completely. He's so red now. Why is he? Why as, are you getting red? As soon as we said that, Jez was like <laughs> trying to shove food in his mouth. <laughs> oh, what? What? What are we talking about again? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't remember what game we were talking about. Let, let me move on. Uh, Assassin's <laughs> been a member for 19 months. Talked to him last night. He says, evening gentlemen, that. glad to see you get some rest, Colt. I did. I went to bed early last night. It was great. Uh, he says, Jez, if this event happens, how much should we hold our expectations on a scale of one to 10? He doesn't elaborate, but I'd say 10 be hold your expectations all the way back. What do you, what do you want to tell the audience? How back, how, how back do they hold? <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? I was I was reading I was reading the hilarious reactions in chat. Because yeah. are they the still reacting about that game? The mere possibility. They're still talking about it. Genuinely, I don't think I don't. Oh, well, I don't know, man. Crazy <laughs> thing happened, yeah. You know what? What? <laughs> he's not saying no because he if he gets proven wrong, then he's like, ah, oh, but because why you hesitate? There's something there. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> oh, man. Why can't they? I just don't understand. I don't understand why Xbox gamers want so badly to resurrect. Is Paris left the chat? Before I say it, on, I'll just whisper this. I don't understand what? why so badly they want Scalebound to come back. Banjo or Conquer? Like, why don't you ask for better games? Okay, now we can talk back yeah, in regular volume because I don't think Paris can hear me. Maybe Microsoft's buying Platinum or something. I don't know. Uh, Dude, like, what, I just what, why is it Scalebound? That's the meme. Why why can't it be like Phantom Dust or something like that? Because Phantom oh, Dust was cancelled too. Why can't it right. be a good game like Crackdown Three why that people deflecting? want back? Yeah. <laughs> Crackdown Three? That's the hill you're gonna die on. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, crap! Man. Don't make good crap games. You mentioned Crackdown Three, right? I, um, I, I would. Call, are you, I would are you, die are you on the someone hill. who loves Crackdown Three? I would die on the Crackdown Hill he, before he spent I die. Hundred on... hours playing it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the infamous tweet. While you guys will sorry, be going I, with I, your I one hear, games, you guys were breaking up. I'm gonna be spending one hundred hours playing Crackdown. Can you hear that? <laughs> How did that go? Actually, not a bad game. I thought it was actually fun. The campaign multiplayer was an absolute failure, but the campaign yeah. was fun. If it's like the first game, well, I actually the enjoyed the multiplayer more than the campaign. I think I'm the only person who did. <laughs> well, I played it. Eight, I had fun for eight minutes, but I, nothing brought me back to it. The whole time I was like, oh man, this is like such a cool idea. You know, I was like, I was having fun with the idea. But there was just nothing in the campaign I found fun, except for Terry Crews. Terry Crews is fun. Terry Crews actually was fun. I found the, the gameplay fun. It was just like very systematic. It was crack down, collect the orbs and all of that. It wasn't anything special. Multiplayer just kept reminding me of that demo, Jez, of the cloud promise, you know, the Uzi cutting up the concrete slab. And then we end up with this, like, big tiles falling. And I couldn't even find a game after that. You were playing, It was like... It was what? like Magna Tiles. Fail. If anybody has small kids in the chat, it looked like Magna Tiles, and these are these like colored, transparent, plastic yeah. magnet things that you put together. And that's mm -hmm. what it looked like. It's like, hey, shoot down my magic castle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we weren't talking about Scalebound, were we? We were talking about something no, else. Let me read the rest of the rest of these here. Uh, Metal Mas Masius says, 
<laughs> Thank you, Metal Mashes. Says each event should have a developer showcase their game and in the showcase with quote, you can play it right now on Game Pass. I don't agree. I mean, I don't shadow dropping doesn't always work. What do you think, Jez? Shadow dropping. Yeah, I, we, me and Rand had this funny back and forth about like the possibility of Starfield getting shadow dropped and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think like I think they're probably trying to play it safe and have a traditional marketing cycle for that. Do you think I'm sure? I'm shadow- sure that I'm. Sh- go ahead. Sorry, go on. No, no, you're saying I'm sure what? No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like people were, people were talking about like. Um, the, like internally, the idea of shadow dropping Starfield or something—I don't know. But do you think what, they would what, shadow what, drop it at at the September event, Starfield? September event. September event. <laughs> what are you talking about? Whatever happens, Gaz, you're always been a good friend to me. You've what is great. going on with your messaging? <laughs> I'm so confused with this chat. I'm not high. He's called he's called trying to leak me. something. He's talking That's about scale ground leaks. No. You I didn't say anything about scale bound. Jez confirmed on this show that scale bound was coming out shadow dropping tomorrow on Tuesday. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused. We're, we're, we're having fun. Oh, we're having fun. Man. Let me let me read we're just having fun here. Right? But whatever happens, guys, um, take care of Loki. All right. So we got uh Matt McDonald Media who says, can we all agree we don't want Starfield to be released between May to July? Summer is a busy time, and people play games less. Winter or fall for Starfield, please. Gaz, say something. I mean, do we... Okay, I do care, because of like Zelda might eat up on it. I want Starfield to have its light, but ultimately, if it's a good game, that's all I care about. So... People are worried about the cycle, so Xbox can do well. Okay, I want Xbox to do well. More than that, I want to know is going to hit the quality bar and the performance of it is a big question because I think it's going to be 30 frames on Xbox. But, well, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. But, yeah, in terms of, like, June, July, I don't know. Um, You've got Diablo coming in the summer, and that's going to be big unless the game tanks because the developers have been treated like crap, which they probably have um, under Bobby Kotick. So, um I don't know, man. I still think March would be really good. Sustain mega hype before Zelda. I know it sounds unfeasible because Redfall is going to start pumping up its advertising Jan, Jan 25th. You're going to see a lot of it. And boom, here we go. But fine. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. Who cares about when they're going to like the best time to release? Just show us the game. I just want to see the game. Uh, I should really ask the chat that. really quickly. Um, chat yeah when do, do you think the I'm game gonna, will come out well Best i mean we've done, we did that last week but do you care uh for those listening this is what i'm no. writing do you care if a game releases uh during the summer now i play games all the time i know you guys play games all the time in the chat so i'm asking if i'm busy during the day i will definitely sit down to play a game at night uh, until i go to bed so I don't care if a game releases in July. So I'm putting yeah, that in the chat. It uh, doesn't make a difference to me. You know, I, you, know, you know how I can solve everyone in this chat who's watching the show and okay. you guys. How I yeah. can solve your sort of the sense of thirst for new games. Do you know, I can solve it for you. I've Uh-oh. got a cure. Please. It's called World Game Pass. Warcraft. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Uh, 
Yeah, if he played well. it, Jez, he'd be addicted. I said that to on his last show, uh, last you, week. Seriously, just play it World of Warcraft, right? Crap. Come, come, classic, classic. Come with me to World of Warcraft Dragonflight. You won't care about any games launching. You won't. You won't sit there like, oh god, when's the next game coming out? You won't care. Because you will you Cause... neglect your wife, your kids, yeah. your diet, everything when you play World of Warcraft. You've got herbs to collect. You've got herbs to collect. What, what was you've the got mines, what, You've got mines to mine. You've got Mythic Plus to do. You've got you've got a reputation to grind. None of the games matter. Starfield. What, mm -mm. what year matter. was was WoW at its like hot peak? What year was that? Oh, 2023. Man. 2023, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> was it like 0-03, 0-05 or something when it was, when everyone was no, like, oh, my gosh. I think Burning Crusade. I was still in high season. school in 03, man. Yeah. Like, when was it? I don't remember because I didn't play World of Crap. Uh, wow. Never played World of Crap. 2005 or something. Okay. In 05, I was uh, at my first real job. And one of my friends from high school uh, just started working there. And he was telling me, uh, let me. I'm gonna try and truncate this because it's like super crazy personal. But he basically was so addicted to the game, he didn't talk to his wife. He barely ate dinner with you. Take his food cool. in to do raids, uh, and there the, everything was falling apart. And I was and back in 05, that was if anybody really knows me or have watched my podcast long enough, there was a period up until 07 when I wasn't gaming very much. I didn't know about all. I wasn't into all the news. And he was telling me how he was so addicted to this game called World of Warcraft. And I was on the phone with him, and it was just going over my head. I couldn't, I like, I said, why don't you just stop playing? And he's like, well, I, I could never do that. And then Jez is here going, hey, Colt, come no. to World of Warcraft. You, World of Warcraft, you can't, you can't quit that game. Ever played. One you of can't the best games game. I've ever played. Yeah, I have, but no, I, I was very different. Mm -mm. I have. No, you haven't. You haven't. Have. There, there's, there's part of you late at night. When it's dark and you're all alone, where you think to yourself, man, oh man, I could really go. I'm very oh, I thought you were going somewhere differently with this. I have a very specific taste that the game doesn't allow for, which is it killed world PvP. I was such a troll in that game, dude. I would just kill mode. quest givers. World PvP is back, man. Well, oh, PvP is back. War Welcome to the World of Warcraft podcast. Random level, max level, uh, elite guards won't spawn okay, out okay, nowhere. Okay, okay, okay. They're, they're, you can't kill quest killers and stuff. But yeah, that was amazing. You just terrorized people like they couldn't because... get their quests. It was amazing. Felt like a real world. I once organized a raid. <laughs> Me organized a raid into Ironforge. We got destroyed. But it was so much fun. Imagine a 60 like man just going in there. It was amazing. Like when you saw the early clips of um, someone kiting one of those big mobs into Ironford. This is old school. Kazakh. Uh, Kazakh. Kazakh. Yeah, Lord they brought Kazakh. Kazakh. You know, kite, you kite know him, man. You know it. See, you haven't fully quit. I don't know you haven't because I can I hear the spark in your voice. I can hear, I can hear, I can hear it in your voice. You haven't, you haven't fully quit. There's just some, there's so, nobody fully quits, man. Yeah, yeah. Some, someday, so, you're, it's you're, like crack. It, it it's is it's like crack. I, I say, I say, there's, there's, there's part of my brain that's like a cluster of neurons dedicated to the game, and I just, <laughs> it's something if else. If Cole played crazy. it, he'd be finished. I'm told Cole don't touch that game. Yeah, I won't do it. See, I'll just. I'll start him off with WoW Classic because I think that's really just amazing. 
just like the just the splendor of this is what i was talking about with fable and why i think fable from playground games is going to be incredible because fable were really constrained under the last gen now you can actually have a proper world like you can go through a forest and go like from the barrens to ashen vale the equivalent of that and you see this <laughs> massive change bro i remember i took a zeppelin and i was undead horde and i ended up in i was on, i'm on dead yes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> the horde is the one for the horde. I would never touch Alliance because um, I just loved it. I just Alliance actually evil. hated Alliance the Alliance. Evil, yeah, yeah. It, always. And I need more games Look like up. that. This is the game design I always talk about. The the closest thing we were supposed to get to an MMO RPG. What the hell, Detective Seeds? I was trying to read. Uh, Guess shut Huxley. up about World of Warcraft. I mean, Huxley was an amazing <laughs> game. Chat, who remembers Huxley? It was supposed to be an RPG on consoles. It was going to be with Max. With Max. With I Max. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Unreal Engine. Oh my <laughs> days! We there's this is the thing, <laughs> developers. What are you doing? There is no RPG on consoles like a first-person proper RPG. The closest thing you have is Destiny. This is like what I'm saying. Game developers are defunct to their ideas. We should have had a massive like Blade Runner esque planet. People come oh, in like you go yes. to an academy. All of your mates, different <laughs> classes, then you fly out into space, and boom, you go into a planet. And you're like, oh crap, we can't go there. All the players are pirates there. That's messed up space, but we need to get the resources. Permadeath or lots of freaking reasons. There's so many good ideas in my head. Someone hire me, Phil Spencer. I will have your children if you let me make this game. It's so it's so much potential. I'm so disappointed in what game developers are. Like what Starfield represents the best I'm pretty example. Pretty sure Phil just heard that good. that plead by the way. <laughs> pretty sure. But Starfield is the most exciting one there. Name me one game apart from Star Citizen, which let's be honest, well, by the time me, we're dead, they'll come well, out of Alpha. I was I was gonna say, aren't you excited for Star Citizen coming out in 2040? <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> let me, let, let, my me let me friend. let me close that up because you guys have to agree that game de games have de like devolved into this cinematic thing and they just kind of do that same bleh, and sometimes it's yeah. good like we enjoyed Callisto Protocol but it was just kind of doing the same thing we've been doing for 10 years and maybe you need to go back to the well and do what was amazing in the early oh, 2000s and I don't know let, no, me, let me read these supers here Fire Shadow says Colt Gaz Jez Appreciate all the effort and content from all of you. Is there a confirmed 60 FPS mode for Starfield? If not, I'll get it on PC. I agree, Fire Shadow. Jez, let me ask you this. Do you think it's my right to know, as a consumer, a customer, and fan, to know, gosh dang it, hey, Todd, is this game 60 on on console or what? Like, am I? aren't I allowed to have that answer? Sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs> I didn't know what you said either. I'm glad both of us are like phased out. It's As a customer <laughs> and a fan and a consumer, aren't I allowed to have the answer? Like, just ask, no. Todd, is this no. game 60 or 30 <laughs> FPS? No, you can't, Colt. You know why? why? No, yeah, why? Because you don't play World of Warcraft. That's why. <laughs> Which is 120 <laughs> frames so easily. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, I can get like 300 frames per second in World of Warcraft if I turn the graphics right now. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> on my Pentium. Stockfield, maybe maybe they just haven't locked it locked it down yet. I mean, it's 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 spooky, right? The fact they haven't. Mm-hmm. We'll move on from World of Warcraft now. We'll move on. <laughs> Sorry, chat. We'll move on. We won't turn That'll be the timestamp. It'll say intro World of Warcraft. Colt has an aneurysm <laughs> of of epic proportions. Colt, I'll tell you this though. Like no joking aside, Uh-oh. if we played together. I guarantee oh, you. I thought you were going to talk about Starfield. Uh, the good people no, no, of the show want right, to know if though. it's 60. If we played it, I, I, can, I can already, I, I've done it so many times. I know what we're going to do. We're going to pick Undead. We're going to go start Under City and we're going to spread around and you're going to be. We're going to spread around all right. Love. We're going to spread <laughs> around after the show. Guys, <laughs> guys, let's do it. The three of us. Stream it. Do it. Let's oh. do it. We get Come caught on, into World of Warcraft. World Clap. We're playing American servers. We'll, play, we'll all play on Dead Rogues. And we're just going to kill everyone. On Dead Rogues, kill three of us would be amazing. Yeah. No, we're so going Black, Black Rock and just killing Alliance all the time. Oh, so, yeah. Black Rock guess, should I take this off now or wait till I get level 12? Just take it off now. Just okay. bring her off too. <laughs> bring her too. She can play too. Yeah, it's true. A, she, a healer. Be a, all right. Healer. Let me, oh, you guys. should be a pocket healer. <laughs> We need healer though. Or, or, or but, a mage. Anyway, I, I, I said we weren't talking about Warcraft anymore. God damn it. I swear, if I see it in a super, I will reach through the Ethernet cable and oh, I'll choke the person. Can you imagine we are, like, we call it the Source Guild. Call it the Source Guild. Okay, dibs on the Source. The Guild is called Source. Okay. If we all did it, chat, can you imagine all Alliance? And, uh, no, fuck. <laughs> I'd spit, spit there. All Horde. All of us Horde. Source Guild. Oh, with Michael Pactor. We'll have Michael Pactor with us. Destroying her alliance. I would... Please do it. Cole, don't be a piece of shit. I'm so frustrated with you right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) I told you you haven't quit, man. I I can tell you. You haven't quit. Damn it, you was right. (laughs) Your soul is still... For the my horde, mate, man. My mate the is horde. so good at WoW. He's in the Wikipedia for it. Like, oh, come on, man. We would kill he him. He hasn't quit either. He hasn't quit either. He's, yeah, he's, he, still, he's never quit. He's, he's still playing. He's still oh, playing. Okay. Secretly. Mo- moving secretly. moving okay. forward, or else it'll never move forward. Right. Simony Blam says, says, crud. Well, I mean... I guess you kind of answered the 60 thing. It might come back up again. Uh, Yosemite Blam, thank you for the super. He says, Crud, didn't realize it was an early start. Thank you, respecting the natty. Can we go? Can we get a go dogs from the panel? Sick'em go dogs. Crap, this was said last year and I forgot who it was. I'm from Washington. Go dogs means uh, University of Washington. I don't watch college ball. I don't remember what it is. Yosemite Blam, thank you. Hargit Chani has to say something important. Thank you for the five. He says, Kind of like Randall Thor's idea of releasing Starfield late June at the same time as Final Fantasy 16. Move Diablo oh. to another date because Melda, Melda is in Zay 2. Zelda's in May 2. 12. Uh, Jez, what do you think about Starfield in late June around the same time as Final <laughs> Fantasy 16? Uh... Uh, did, did we move on from the Starfield 30 frames per second discussion already? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. Let's, well, talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Cole's trying to structure this show. If I do show, it's <laughs> He knows stuff. I'm trying to extract the day I br- the, 30 frames. The day I brought you on, guys. <laughs> The day I brought you on, there was no structure. You know, this guy, he'll take a jelly and he'll, and he's like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Jez, uh, okay. First what do you want to talk? Do you want to talk, talk about Starfield? Let's talk about the frame rate because you kind of got into like, maybe they haven't locked it down. We'll talk about that first. And then we want to talk about the release window. 
Whatever happens, I love you. <laughs> oh, could you see? Oh no, it's Alex and chat. You can uh -uh. take off your chat. Take off your oh. shirt. Take no. off your shirt. Take okay, off your comes. shirt. Chat. There you go. Take it off. He's taking it off. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, 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 wait. Fact's sake says, I'm out. Too annoying. Oh, come on. We're having a good time. Colt's never gonna dance again. Guilty because he's got no rhythm. Take the shirt off as well. You're wearing your own shirt, you such a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Under that shirt. You're wearing all the Xbox games. God. Hey, look, look, ready? Oh, ready? Are you God. ready? Delayed, 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 cancel, oh. coming, delayed, delayed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, Jez, tell us about the frame rate. What do you what do you okay. think's going on frame with the frame rate for Starfield? <laughs> How are you doing the timestamps for this show? Uh, I go back and watch <laughs> yes. the show, and I'm probably gonna. This is gonna be everywhere. There's no timestamps for the show. <laughs> I got oh lightheaded when you did that music. Okay. <laughs> All right. Breathe. Frame rate. Center. Center. Cult. In through Hold the on. nose. <laughs> Out through the mouth. What Come is on. that you're holding? It's a feather there. duster, and I'm gonna use it to wipe my sweat. <laughs> I'm I'm nervous, so I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my god! Now you got dirt all over your body. Oh, got dirt all over my chest here. Alex is so sexy, but okay, let's talk about the frame rate. Let's talk about the frame rate. What frame is rate. this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so frame rate. At one time, Jez. At one time, this show was somewhat civilized, and I don't know what happened. Guy joined. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the frame rate for Starfield? What do you think? What do you think is going on? <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Starfield frame rate. Um, it is kind of spooky, isn't it? It's kind of spooky that they haven't just come out and said, uh, put an end to the the discussions about it. They haven't come out. They haven't come come and said, yeah. Okay. People are speculating that it's going to be thirty or sixty. Uh, here's our performance mode and here's our whatever mode and whatever. And it does seem like as we get further into the gen, more and more people, uh, more and more games rather, are almost ditching 60 frames. Like, um, as, a, as a sort of, ba as a baseline. Yeah. Or like, they're, they're making massive compromises to hit 60 frames. Like, like Evil West, for example. I couldn't play that game at 60 frames. It looked. It looked like it looked like a PS2 game. I was like, D "Dude, what are these jaggies? Like, I could mm -hmm. literally like I could do steps on these jaggies." Like, it was 1080p. It I think was why. Yeah. yeah it, I, I just. I sit. <laughs> maybe I sit too close to my TV. Maybe it's a, my fault. You know. But I just couldn't. I just can't handle the jaggies, man. So I was just like, oh, "Screw it! I'll play this game at 30 just for the, the, the reduce those jaggies." You know. So um, the jaggies. It's it's comp the compromise is back. Maybe Starfield. Will bring back the the bring us back down to earth, you know. That if we want to have high fidelity, if we want to have more detailed character models, we want to have like a a galaxy wide world where every apple has full physics. We have to sacrifice that sixty frames. Maybe Otherwise, somebody's going to call out the fruit physics. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah maybe we do, man. Maybe, I, I don't maybe... get it because we've got a console with four times the CPU power. We've got a massive GPU. We've got a nice big memory pool in the Series X, and it's basically doing the Xbox One X 1.5 thing, right? Maybe they, maybe they just ain't that powerful, man. Maybe in the they're still far, far cheaper than a gaming PC. Which... Time to get PC people. Zorka is going to masturbate to that sound bite. God. Um, but seriously, like 30 frames. I'm expecting 30 frames. Like he needed a reason. <laughs> yeah, he did. But, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, for don't don't take this as leaks or anything because I don't know a damn thing it's, about this. Stuff. Is all guesses? I don't know a like damn thing. It's all guesswork. Like I just I just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it was 30 frames. I Can I surprised. say something, Jez? Since you got, this is your guys' show, um, why do people <laughs> say Starfield looks like crap? It's running on that old engine that Fallout Four was on, and Fallout Four runs at sixty with with the upgrade. It's going to get a full upgrade. Um, on, I, I just don't get the the correlation between you've got this old game that on an old engine. But now they think you bring this old dusty engine up, and now it's like dying under new RDNA two hardware. That's where I, that's where I'm like in the sixty FPS camp. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I don't well, know. it's clearly it's clearly not the same engine. You know, I mean, it's 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 the same engine in terms of like what's at its core, but it's like yeah. built on and advanced and all that kind of stuff. You'll have higher polygon count models, stuff like that. You know. Fallout 4 textures weren't that impressive and um, polygon counts weren't that spectacular. Like, go and play it. Like, literally, go and play Fallout 4 and you, you'll see I it's have, like... I have been. It looks it's... like a 360 game. Yeah. Because <laughs> it essentially was, you know. With, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, with the, with the resolution and frame rate mod, it, it's nicer, but, I mean, the, the characters' faces are like um, 20% of the detail we've saw in Starfield characters, but... Yeah, exactly. It's old. It's like, a dusty game. Star- Starfield is is the next step in that, you know, journey or whatever. And I think like if you want to have, if you want to have a living, breathing <laughs> world where like NPCs are living, breathing, got their daily routines, and it's nothing's like, nothing's on rails. Like everything has a set scripted stuff going around. You know, a lot of that's compute, right? No, well, I mean, Evil West was on rails and it ran at 1080p 60. Yeah, and that's that's not even open world, you know. So basically, get a PC. It's time to get a PC, people. PC Master Race. Uh, RTX forty ninety. Sell a kidney. Sell a kidney. <laughs> Just spend three thousand dollars. Now you can get a great pre-built PC for about fifteen hundred, two thousand. Uh, Gaz, what do you think the reaction to the general populace on console is going to be if it's a thirty frames release? I'm very surprised by. Well, I shouldn't be, but the chat, by the way, actually, Colt, you could probably devise a poll here, but the the chat is very strongly anti thirty. Sure, it's a sixty F is the industry standard, which is, um, and let's, I know it's console warring point, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. Xbox is this most powerful console, next gen console, on paper. This big game comes out, Xbox exclusive, and it doesn't run at 60. The optics of that aren't that great. Yeah. Does the game look good? In my opinion, it looks really good. 
the game is doing so much, and, and, and people think this is a cop out answer, but I, you know me, I don't. I, if it's wrong, I will say it, but I don't mind. What I'm wanting in for me is a solid thirty, because based on what the this combination based on what we saw would look terribly bad, inconsistent frame rate. And often at times it seemed like it wasn't drawing much. So I don't know what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Then you got Todd Howard saying he has an affinity for 30 <clears throat> frames. Several times. And, it's two different areas. Just as an educated guess, I just think I just think this game is going to be at 30. If it's at 60 and it takes a massive res hit, that's great. I'm just trying to manage expectations, not based on any in- information I know. I'm just, just having an educated guess. I mean, we are that in an way, era. If it's 60. Mm-hmm. or better than 30, I'll be happy. But yeah, and we're in an era where an console gamers get to choose, right? We, mm-hmm. We've had this choice for a couple of years now, if not some like about four years. Let me read this huge super chat from Detective Seeds, who dropped a red blazing $100 super chat. He says, all right, big tip for a big question. I have become a big fan of 60 FPS in comparison to 30. Does Starfield fare better if there is a 60 FPS mode and a 30 FPS mode, or because of the size and scope, is that not going to happen? Now, I'll tell you one thing about that I've kind of learned recently about uh, in, when they build games, they have a memory budget, and they, you get the studio, the team together, and they're and you got the audio team, you've got the animation team, you've got the uh, environmental team, and the music team, and you all have to come together and bring your best work into the game. But you all have to make a decision on how big your, how much of your memory budget you're going to use for RAM. And so they all have to come together for what would be, um, I think it's 16 gigs on the Series S, if it's not 12. And it's much smaller on the Series S. So they have to stay within that scope. And sometimes the team will, one part of the team, and maybe for Starfield, it's like, Oh, we need that interact. Like Todd said, we want that interaction with every object. You can pick up every object. Every object can fly around and fly around the room when it gets shot or or it gets knocked around. That takes up a big chunk of the memory, and you don't want to compromise on that. So you have to pare down things for the music. You have to pare down animations, and then you pare down frame rate. I think that could be a possibility, but I'm also fifty fifty on. Look at the hardware. Look at how the engine, which uh, Jez and I were talking about. Creation Engine, they kind of uh, referred to it as Creation Engine 2. So it's like, you know, the next step of Creation Engine. Um, This game's been in the works since 2016. Like, why wouldn't it run at 60 in 2023? That's where I'm sitting. Well, this is the kind of thing a developer director could clear up. They could explain, like, transparently, here's a bunch of boring technical information as to why exactly this is 30 frames per second. We've made this choice because we want to make sure every single space dildo in this game has full physics so you can pick them up and throw them around and, and <laughs> put them in a bucket. At launch, Jez for Cyberpunk, <laughs> that's did you play point. at launch? That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the, this is what it would look like if it was 60. Less yeah. dildos, but do you want I mean, they, they kind of did that. I mean, we, when Crackdown 3 first announced its technology, um, we... When I was in Windows Central at the time, but my before this is even before I joined Windows Central. One of my colleagues, um, uh, who's now my co-managing editor, he he went to E3 or Gamescom or something. I think it was Gamescom, and they gave him a demo of Crackdown Three 
ruining the cloud. And he, you know, behind closed doors. And I, I was uh -huh. thinking, like, they should have shown this publicly. Maybe they did, and I just missed it. But they explained it in detail. And they were like, look, this is, this is what happens to the frame rate if we crank up these chunks, you know. And they, they literally had a frame counter and all the stats. And, like, this is how much bandwidth it's using. This is how many servers spin up every time we add more chunks and stuff like that. And I thought it was, like, super interesting. But Microsoft thinks, like... I suppose marketing seems like, oh, no one's going to be interested in that. But give us that stuff. I want to see a bucket of space dildos in Starfield. And the more they add, they show how, how many more space dildos it takes to tank the frame rate. And explain to us in detail why these floating point operators or whatever cause the frame rate to tank. And then <laughs> Well, they need to have 30 why. of them instead of 100, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to have a static... A static game world like The Witcher 3 or something where where everything in the background is like a solid object and you can't interact with it or whatever yeah. and pull back the immersion. Or do you want a game world where there's space dildos that are fully interactive models that you yep. can you can pick them up and throw them around. And well, when you shoot them, they go they go flopping around in like in mm. like realistic realistic rubber rubbery tones. Zero G space dildos. Okay. Zero G <laughs> space dildos. This is next gen, everyone. This is like, next this gen. Is next gen. And I, I That's why would, PlayStation I games are salty. They don't get started. Well, Damn it! Let me let the I will sacrifice sixty frames. I will sacrifice. I would, 60 I'm frames. with you one hundred percent there. I always said I make fun of the these Xbox guys now. Are Thirty sixty frames per second connoisseurs. The whole of last gen, you were mocking PC or defending exactly. it. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, then go get a PC. Yeah, Gaz, get, get Gaz. a PC. Hold. Yes, if you it want. It is 60. the return. The return of filming. It is the return yeah, of filming. I mean, you've been right Everybody. all along. Filmic is a, is a thing. Filmic Look, gaming. We're back to it. I'm making well, videos that are more filmic now. I understand frame rate. I, I, I Okay. Talk Sunday, about Hellblade. Avatar. I watched it on IMAX. Did anyone find it jarring that there's 30 goes to 60 to 30 to 60 to 30? Because that's what it was happening oh, yesterday when I was watching what? on it IMAX. It doesn't do that in the 3D version. It stays at 30 it's or 24. Version. 24. No, no, no. Mine what move, what movie are you talking about? Avatar 2. I didn't it's, know. I would have oh, noticed yeah. that in a heartbeat, but I watched Bro, it on it a regular. So clear. Your your eyes can't see sixty, Colt. No, 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 okay. no but maybe no, there's something wrong with. with well, they didn't do that it, at it the regular. So uh, maybe they do it in IMAX, but they didn't do that in the uh, regular standard version in 3D. Oh, it was IMAX. It was I, IMAX. I would have. I, I would have been like, "What the crap!" I would have noticed immediately. It was um, so jarring. Let me say. I gotta say. I got to speak for everybody on this one. As the X-Bot in me, right? Mm -hmm. If this game comes out at 30 frames, I will be like hoping and praying that Digital Foundry, the first thing they say is like, holy smokes, they made this game super demanding. And if you want to play it at 60 on PC, you better have this big rig or you better be prepared to drop your resolution mm. way down. Because if this game comes out and they're like, you know, a medium size or medium build PC, you know, an uh, i5 or an yeah. i7 or, or a Ryzen 5 with a with a 3070 is running this game great at 1080 with 60 with with ray tracing on or something like that, then it'll be like, what the crap are you doing? Because Todd said we've had the Xbox hardware team over here showing us how to make it sing, make Starfield sing on the Xbox Series consoles, and I do not want to see it sing, Jez, at 30 frames. Chat, chat is raw. They are saying Starfield. That wasn't even trying there, Jez. Can you do Beyonce? 
I'm not allowed to. Arabian no, I don't. I don't even know what Beyonce sings. But yeah, I'll sing a lady. I don't. <laughs> not singing that. Maybe Dua Lipa. I'll sing Dua Lipa. Diana by Michael Jackson. No, I'm not going to dance for you guys. All right, what do you want me to sing? Um, that 30 frames better be justified. Everybody, I will. I will sing Backstreet Boys until the show is over. Do it. Backstreet's back. All right. Come on, come on. We'll do a duet. Oh my God, we're back again. All right, here we go. Everybody, say hey. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna bring the flavor, show you how. Yeah. Am I original? Come on, guys. Let me know how you yeah. shit, Am I the only one? Yeah. Am I sexual? Yeah. What's the line? Am I everything you need? You better rock your body now. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That Guys, no. Guys, guys, no. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we can edit that out, right? Okay, so 30 frames. Let me let me read these super chats. Fawn says, Starfield. And he says, we need a release date. Dead Planet, thank you so much for the super, says, it might not be a game not release, a but this January show just feels like the start of what Xbox has been waiting to become for six years. Gosh dang, that's right, because they got all these studios, and now they're going to start releasing. Well, Bit Jez is here. Podcasters are absolutely chaotic, and the one year or whatever how long I've done this with you has never been this crazy. <laughs> Are you going to do timestamps? This is a complete Yeah, mess. I'm going to do timestamps. So and I'm going to be like this the whole time. This is what happens. This is what happens. Well, I, push, I push through being tired now, and now I'm wired. So now you're, yes. getting, you're getting like overtired, hyperactive me. So yeah, we've, 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 gone, we've gone we've through the looking glass, people. Yeah, we've made it through the wormhole. <laughs> yes. Dead Planet, thank you for that. Uh, Bifrinaldi says, so you're telling me there's a chance, yeah? If he's talking about Scalebound, we're moving on. Hargit Johnny says, confirm, Platinum acquired by Xbox, Scalebound in development, a.k.a. from Jez Corden himself. No. Arnott Skywalker, thank you for the two, says, does Exomecha live? Delayed two years in a row. Uh, last I heard, they said they needed more time, and that was like two years ago. Right, Jez? <laughs> Exomecha, the shiny uh, free-to-play shooter. Damn. I haven't heard a damn thing about that. Yeah, not heard anything. Space Dovakin. Space Dovakin. With the $2 super says, Jez is... Shoot. Well, I, I mean, I got to read it. I got to read it. And you can just say, you know what? I didn't hear you, Colt. He says, Jez, is the Gears collection real? And we're moving on. This next super chat is from... Oh. Hey, Gaz, whatever happens to me, can you feed my dog at 5? <laughs> I'll do it. Where's the dog? Okay. Remember the time he had your dog had edibles? I'll give it some. <laughs> I am I am clean as a whistle. You know, I don't drink. I've never done anything. Boring. I've just lived such a good life. And my Boring. dog's been danked. <laughs> His dog's been danked. <sighs> okay. Well, I love Loki. Sorry. Loki. <laughs> Wildman Beanie says, with the five, thank you, Wildman. He says, Rise, Son of Roman, Sunset Overdrive should be bought back for Xbox. Um, yeah, why aren't they, Jez? Where's Rise, Rise? Is that done? I, I often hear people bring up Rise, and it's just like, 
I think the the whole issue with Rose is the relationship with um Crytek. Thingamabob, Crytek. Thingamabob, yeah, Crytek. Yeah. I think I think like the, there's all there's all sorts of rumors and conjecture about the relationship there, but it, it sounds like that game just doesn't have legs. And I think as we get further into the gen, and more and more Xbox games start coming out, we won't need to like have nostalgia for these sort of mid-tier older games like cult cult probably sits there at night thinking about man i wish there was a crackdown for a couple of years <laughs> you'll be fine yeah. with no crackdown for you'll be fine with it so i think i think like i don't think we'll see rise i don't think we'll see some of these games return now but hey, rise just rise just needed be a better it just needed a sequel because i think they would have done some things better and i think it would have been a pretty good game but crytek's been they've had a pretty choppy past five years haven't they like they're kind of almost in bankruptcy for a little while and everyone's like xbox go buy them and i don't know yeah it's Crytek's a, a weird one i don't really know much about the studio but they they've had, had like some big successes and they were trying to put their engine out there and you know they nobody really uses a cry engine anymore and mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't I don't think we'll see much from Rose, but I, I feel people, you know, there is there is there is a potential in that game that sadly hasn't been realized as a franchise. And yeah. you can say that about a lot of Xbox IP, unfortunately. But, I think I Phil mean, Spencer I w- even alluded to that as well, and he gave props to PlayStation actually in the same breath when he was talking about the fact that he admires that PlayStation, ha- despite having some failures had gone on to try and explore a sequel to those games. Knack mm. 2, for instance, is a good <laughs> example of one. Yeah. Even Killzone. Killzone 1, the Halo killer, failed. But Killzone 2 sitting a 92 or 93 Metacritic. Obviously, after that, it kind of nosedived. But I think play, uh, he Phil Spencer has said that he has an appetite for that. Brute Force, he said, is not coming back. Scalebound, if it wasn't until minutes ago i would have said it's not coming back probably isn't coming back um and i think the only reason why people want rise well i don't know some people think it was like a, a hidden gem and harsh uh reviewed harshly i don't think so i think it represented in a visually stellar third person game like that holds its own even sometimes to some game. degrees today yeah. yeah um and i think xbox guys want that it's why we we latched onto power so much yeah, we want yeah. it to be the world's most powerful console. I think so. I think a lot of these discussions that sort of look into the past, um, uh, they they are from this place of like what could have been, what could have been, yeah. what should have been, you yeah. know. And I think like as Xbox finds its legs with regards to exclusives, these these nostalgia for things that never that never were should erode. But I mean, that, yeah. that Xbox is gone. More right? waiting. That that early 2010s Xbox team is like, they've all been like washed away and replaced. The you know when you look back at Rise and Quantum Break and Sunset Overdrive, Phil actually brought a couple some of those games up, but some of those decisions that we like, oh gosh, like I think that team's just completely replaced. Uh, Ace Out Gaming with the ten dollars super, thank you so much. Says, what do you think will happen with Starfield if it's not sixty on Series X? Do you think it'll hurt the score? And I say delay the game until it has a performance mode. That's just me, though. That's a good question. That's a good question. Gaz, you take it first and give it to Jez. I don't think... Hmm. Okay. The technical prowess of a game is important. Um, the frame rate, though, when the industry standard is 30, I don't think... 
Plague's Tale, for instance, got hit right. for having 30. So I don't think it should do that. The only way the lower frame rate should affect the score is if it's suboptimal. So if it's supposed to be 30 and it's janky 30, then maybe it should be. Or if 60 frames, not that I think this is the case, but 60 frames was so instrumental to the gameplay experience that not having it hurts it, then perhaps like, you know, like a Forza Motorsport or some other games, I'm failing to think of an example where it's actually really important that's not a racer. So to answer that question, no. 30 frames, look, I know, chat, I, I get you. I'm not saying 30 frames per second, you're vindicated. I'm ex I, I'd be happy personally with a solid 30, and I think it's an L if it's not a 60 on this Series X, world's most powerful console. But I don't think it should affect the review score as long as it's a solid 30. But the game is great. That's all I care about. The vision of Todd Howard, the 20 years to make this game. Can I do things that I can't do any other games? Of course, it's a bloody but thingy game. Like, it's a Todd Howard <laughs> game. It's a Bethesda game. They, yeah. they have systems upon systems built in this game. So, and it's in space. Get the mood right. Get the quest right. Get the exploration right. And that feel of interstellar in there. I don't give a damn about 30 frames. But if you suck me into that world, and that's what I'm more excited about, that shouldn't impact the score. Uh, so people are very volatile against 60. I get you. I'm, I'm in awe, and some of you guys are much mm -hmm. stronger position than I am. Usually I'm quite emotive, and I'm taken aback by, wow, these guys do not want 30. Uh, in which case, I will say, you're going to be bitterly disappointed in these consoles. That goes to a PS5 as well. Because Digital Foundry's um, Richard Ledbetter said that you need to expect that. If you want the visual fidelity of what you're expecting, uh, something has to give. And the frame rate is going to be that one, in my uh, opinion. PC hardware and processors and stuff like that, they've gone like, they're so far ahead of consoles now. It's yeah. like, if you, want, if you want a console that can keep up with the PC, you're looking at $1,000. The whole yeah. point of these consoles is that they're affordable you know or at least yeah, yeah. reasonably affordable you know and that's why we're starting to see these like you know breakout versions where it's like there's a even cheaper version a mid-range version maybe there's a future where we have a thousand dollar xbox you know an xbox series xxx X, 69 yeah. 420 edition that oh. has a, a comparable I'm I'm sorry if you get demonetized because of me, but if if it has like, oh, you're a good company. Yeah. There's worse things have been said. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if like you know, there might be a, there might be an argument to be made that maybe they should make an all singing, all dancing thousand dollar Xbox. Might I mean, is there a market bloody for iPhone, that? Bloody iPhone costs twelve hundred dollars. People rush out to buy iPhone twelve hundred dollars year in year out, and then they cry about a console. If, if PlayStation trying to be 6 comparable power to PC. If PlayStation Six was sitting on the shelf for ninety nine 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 nine, right, for a thousand dollars, I think it would sell the same, probably. Um, I think. Do it. Screw it. Why not? Eh? you know. Well, I mean, the, we're, the cost, the R and D, and the they take a hit on. They buy up all this AMD soft hardware, and they build these consoles, and they subsidize it with services and software sales, like. You're, that would be like asking Microsoft, hey, do you want to spend double on on R&D and hardware and, and it'll take twice as long to make back your money? That $500 must be the sweet spot. And yeah, you're going to have to deal with... Maybe. But I, I just... It. I, it's, it's just such an interesting... 
interesting discussion to me when you know people are buying PCs for two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, and the games. The games that we're running on these consoles are PC games at the end of the day. They're x86 PC games. You know, there's, yep. no, there's no real reason why they can't, like, scale back the graphics and scale them up and blah, 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 blah. And I always hear this argument like, oh, no, they have to make, like, three different SKUs. It's not like that anymore. It's really not, especially on the Xbox ecosystem. It's just not like that anymore. I think, like, the, there, is, there is probably a future that exists where there's, like, the multiple versions of the console. It's just like you have multiple versions of a phone. Phones the Samsung release a year. They've got yeah. like the A series, they've got the S series, there's like four versions of the Galaxy S, they've got the fold, they've got the flip. They all do the same <laughs> bloody thing. Do you remember what Phil said like a year and, or two and, ago, Jez? What did he say? He said that um he could see the future where you get a console yeah. like you'd get a phone. Like every two years, there'd be a new model of a console out. Because he yeah. said that his favorite yeah. Xbox customer is the one who buys the Xbox One. He said this at way back in the one time, Xbox One. He says, like, my favorite customer is the one that buys the Xbox One S and keeps it for as long as they can till it's till they can't use it anymore. And they just buy games, buy games, buy games. Because then they make the money off the console and that customer's happy. They just keep buying games. They don't... I mean, they can make some money off consoles, but... That's a that's a discussion for another day. If if Xbox really is ready to bring a mid gen or a next generation sooner than later, let me read a couple more supers here. It's so crazy. It's Surface Pro devices every couple of years, every two or three years. They let me ask the like chat. a new Surface Pro with extra Intel. Why not do it? And those Xbox are how much are those things? Those things are like uh, three thousand or they, something. They go up to three thousand if you get yeah. like a two terabyte model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing. They, they they hit every price point. You can get a really slow service for cheap. If you just want to browse the web and read Reddit and troll on Twitter, you can get a really cheap service, like $400. That's your Xbox Series S. Or you can go you can go extreme. You get Surface Laptop Studio, like $3,000. You know, then you've got DGPU and you've got flipping screen and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. You know, well, I'm asking the I, chat, would you... Now, I mean this this question seriously. There's already a no. Would you buy a new upgraded Xbox every two to three years? Now, I want you to think about that, that if every three years Xbox had a console that was more powerful and faster, because I think we're looking at a future where from Xbox One to now, everything's going to be the same architecture. Uh, everything will just keep moving forward. Your games will be compatible across longer generation counters so think about it because if all access really took off gaz where you spent 25 to 32 dollars a month for game pass xbox live and a brand new console and at the end of two or three years you could just pay the upgrade fee like you do with your phone and get the xbox series x2 um like, oh, what? God. would that's, you that's guys why, do that's that? That's why I was wondering if, like, the Xbox All Access thing was like an on ramp to that future, where it's like mm. you know you don't buy the console, you literally just subscribe to it. Like, what, look at that, look Samsung at that Plus or whatever. That's look exactly that what you do with your phones. Um, exactly. So I always said that. It's like we're so willing to spend so much money. Enough phones are instrumental to our lives now. They're a part. They're like a like an organ to our body. Not really. It's like the domain in Halo. If you know your law, that's what yeah. it is. This is the domain is li- literally the internet. Let me ask uh, you people guys. Are, people are, people treat the console cycle as like this sacred cow because they. I like they're that sort of, though. 
the, yeah, but we all like I want it. To, because... I want to maintain. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. But the the meaning of it is gone. I loved the notion, and particularly the 360 gen, when a new age of consoles came in. We stepped into a clear divisible line here, it, like dividing line. Here it is. We moved into next gen. But we're not even seeing is, it now. Two years, two years, that, that, that's now. what I'm saying. The reality is, yeah. it, it's not. It's dwindled completely. But also, we it also meant your games are like plus. done. Those games are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, because and ga making I games has become that. so much harder. It's become mm -hmm. so much harder. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day when games were simple, you could say like, okay, we've got a console coming in two or three years. Here's the specs. Make a game Make a game for it. You know, it's it's like, like Jason Schreier said on Twitter, like games are six years now. I think Colt said earlier in the show. A ga game mm -hmm. development is six years now. Line up those they game launches. Yeah. Game lo lining up those game launches for a specific hardware tier is just not a thing now. So everything has to be x86 and it has to be scalable. It has to be flexible. It has to run yeah. on PC. It has to run on PlayStation. It has to run on Xbox. So why not make the hardware scalable? Why not make the hardware cycle? Yeah. And that's why not make happen. the hardware cycle scalable? You know, it's going to happen with phones. Like yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, just, broke, I don't know whether it under. makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. Look at the poll, which is surprising even me, actually. Look how many people here. This is a core audience, but 43% would be willing to do that. I, I, I mean, I don't want to convince you guys. Oh, my freaking battery's running out. <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. I don't want to convince you guys, but, you know, it's pretty viable to take, let's say, in one year, the next mid-gen refresh console your series x is probably worth four hundred dollars uh trade in at gamestop uh in one year you know like you could upgrade to a new console fairly easily uh jez will be gas for a minute until he gets his but um i don't know but th there's also the part of you that might be saying no they're like yeah but i really the FOMO, I can't be without the latest and greatest. And and my buddy's telling me that that game runs at 60 now on the newer one. It's like, uh, I don't know. We're kind of that way. Let me read another super here. Ralph Wiggum says, Scalebound, heart. Thank you, buddy. Infinite Umbra says, what's up, fellas? Are you soft confirming you're landing a hosting gig with Xbox in September, Colt? No, there's no event in September. I was just making fun of Starfield. Uh, I don't know when Starfield's coming out. I'm waiting for them to talk about it, but just having fun. How are you, Johnny? Huh? Who? What? Me? I'd love you to be on stage just say, hey. Can you imagine me on uh, stage? Hi. I'm Cold Nah, Eastwood. you'd be good. You'd be good. I'm like, it's pre-recorded. Paris can do it. You can do it. Paris is really talented. I'd be like, um, so Xbox has games. And Paris won't be do able to do it after this year. Why? Because I'm going to hospitalize him. <laughs> I see you, chat, Paris. <laughs> Yes, you're gonna be um, like that little creature in Return of the Jedi, like uh, Jabba the Hutt's little critter, <laughs> trying to climb on him and and bite him, and and Paris gonna be like, "That's exactly how it's gonna go down." Hardy yeah. Johnny on fingers at two a.m. after doing legs at what, the what, gym. What are, those? what are those? Disgusting person. Cadbury's fingers. Oh Chocolate man, trouble. I love those. Those are like crack. 
Talk about okay. World of Warcraft. I just did legs, and I'm having these at 2 a.m. I'm a disgusting piece of ass. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I love those. Man. Can you eat those without chewing? No. For me? What? Johnny says, there's something to releasing Starfield in the fall with a special edition Series X console. I still want it to come out first of the first half of the year, though. Like, what if Starfield needed even more time to be just right? And Hargit has such a great, great thing. I mean, a, 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 a Starfield edition console could come when the game's ready, but um, I don't know. Who cares? I don't care. People won't That's buy it anyway. Uh, <laughs> Flame with the $2 says, gosh, dang it, I can't read it. What? Bring World of Warcraft to consoles, Phil. Do it. I mean, it makes <laughs> complete sense. Bro, that would be big if Xbox right, you had two, World of Warcraft. You two, you can, can, you can, can work it, it on a controller. My mate plays on a controller. Zonka's like, PVP, you can't do World of Warcraft on a controller. You just need the elite of all the buttons on a keyboard. A keyboard has superior input. Yeah. You can play a demon on with a controller. They got they got like three buttons. All right. <laughs> I've never played Demon Hunter. Why? Why? Why, Jez? Why is that? Why is World of Warcraft like? Why is an Xbox reached out and say, "Hey, can we get that on console?" Because we have mouse and keyboard support. Might have. Like yeah, it would be such a money maker. There, there's like, there's like, I mean, there's like a logistics and. There's got to be some sort of investment for that to happen. Like, it's also like, re this is relevant to Final Fantasy XIV here in Xbox as well. Because you've got to put all those servers in place. You've got to have a customer support team in place. You've got to have all this stuff in place to really release that. So it's like, it's a real investment. And it represents a real risk, I think. So expanding their mode to new platforms is really quite complicated. But with the ABK deal, I think it will happen. I really do think it will happen. Because the, there's already mods... To play uh, World of Warcraft with a controller, you know, and even okay, like okay. adapt the UI for Xbox controller. So suck it, it soccer. It, people do it already. People are playing it on the Steam Deck, you know. Okay, Lone Wolf with the two dollars says y'all should do that WoW idea. All right, I'll do it. I'll install it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Yos Yosemite Blam. I almost said Yosemite. Yosemite, what's that? I need to talk to the manager. Uh, he says it was me last year that said go dogs. Yeah, thank you, Yosemite. Hargit says you can you only get to play WoW if ABK completes. That let's do that. Let's do that. Once that deal closes, then I'll install WoW and just ruin my life. P oh no, it's Alex. Thank you for the super. He goes PC gaming's closed. <laughs> He doesn't want console peasants invading. Too oh, he's much. such Too an elitist. He's the biggest elitist I know. And him and I have been fighting over that for like five years. Uh, back before he used to slap his thighs around on camera. Alex is the best. Uh, Juan with the DOP 250, which is about $4 over here, says 60 FPS should be the base level for any shooter. By the way, he says, I loved Plague's Tale Requiem at 30. I guess you get used to it, though. I mean... What else are you gonna do? You adjust. It's not ideal. You know, I like yeah. like you adjust to things. You know, my brother from my it was my brother's birthday today, and I got him um I got Happy him birthday. a PS. Yeah, thanks for that. I'll pass that you on. Got him a PlayStation. Uh, what? I got him a PlayStation Happy birthday, two. His name is Nez, right? Two and Monster Hunter One because he's a massive Monster Hunter fan. Oh. And I and he you know he likes he likes classic games and nostalgia and stuff like that. So that's I was like, cool. Yeah, we'll that's check nice. this out. And we 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 got it's like. 
Yeah. We got we got Scott, me? Scott HDMI and we, we blew blew, <laughs> blew Yeah, so we blew like Monsanto one up on the four K screen. It was like, my God, we used to play games like this. Yeah. <laughs> did you get your brother just an X- to it? Did you buy your just to it, Did yeah. you buy your brother an Xbox two hoodie for his first birthday? For you. No. For you, Nez. Thanks, Jez. Yeah, no. You're welcome, yeah, I actually Nez. did. I bought him a hoodie for Christmas, actually. So that's weird that you said that. Well, see, I know how you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys ruined it. There's so many wow comments in here. Mr. Nickel, thank you for the super. Says, wow, and Unreal Engine 5 would be crazy like Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite is so good. Have you been playing Fortnite, Jez? I've I've played, I played, like lately. played Fortnite Save the World when it came out. And then I played like maybe 10 minutes of one Fortnite game when it first launched. And I thought, that's nah. it. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I never really played I don't, it. I don't but like Battle Royale. No, it's changed oh, a lot. Oh, no. okay. I, I'm not a Battle Royale fan, but I'm a fan of playing Fortnite with my friends and kids. So, Yosemite Blam, really thank you for another super. I don't have super. Those, so I can't play. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, maybe Gaz can, I don't know. Gaz can be your what? kid. How about that? <laughs> Hello. Breast, breastfeed me, Jez. <laughs> hey, I need some bitty. Remember oh that from God. Little Britain? <laughs> oh, my God. That's sure, man. Okay, timestamp at 2.37. Jack- says no. <laughs> Gaz says breastfeed me, Jez. Timestamped. Okay. Uh, Yosemite-, <laughs> Yosemite Blam, thank you for the 10. Says, I need Xbox Game Studios to be a bunch of dogs, a powerhouse dynasty, perennial champs. They don't rebuild. They just reload. Let's go, dogs. I'll stop it now. I'm going to watch the game. I'll listen at work tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for checking. I haven't done like the, the business side of the podcasting, but we're on Google, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and places like that. Thanks to Anchor, right? Jez, it's amazing. Um, so you can listen to this after the fact while you're doing the dishes tomorrow. Please load my dishwasher. The Both sides of the sink are full. We got Wandering Dutch with a two euro super chat. Pound. Pound? Euro. Pound. Euro pound, I'm here. Welcome to the ADHD X and C podcast. <laughs> That's what he says. Oh, uh, Element Imperial says Jez Starfield space fishing. <laughs> if only, like it, it won't be a real game if there isn't space fishing. That's mm-hmm. true. That's that's, true. that's that's actually where the frame rate went. It went on the fishing <laughs> system. It's very very in depth. The fish that react fishing. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every fish has its own personality, and uh, yeah, so that took up all the CPU. Sorry, guys. There was like one fish guy at Bethesda Softworks that was like really hell bent on the on the fish and just like tanked the uh, the ram pool. The just storm. Thank you for the ten dollars. Says with Starfield being a huge first party title, don't you think that first party will lead the way with optimization in comparison to third party games like Gotham Knights? He's talking about games that have to be on do. PS5. Like, are they going to give do. it that special push, knowing they they, they have to? Like, Gaz, is it going to be like that special push to get it? It's going to be thirty. It'll still look great on the Series S, but you'll get this Who performance that? mode. That, that was the, the just storm. The just the Jastrum, the Jastrum, the Jastrum. Uh, Sorry, um, yeah, good good super chat. Uh, yeah, because that should be the mantra at Xbox Studios that the first party studios lead the way. The presumption is that they have more. Well, they do have more resources on tap. Ted Todd Howard has come out and said Xbox teams helped to fix this. They'll definitely have more hands on deck 
more resources because Starfield is tremendously important to Xbox. That's why, if that runs 30, the most powerful console, the first next-gen exclusive, the big one, and it still runs 30, it's really bad. Unless you get Richard Ledbetter caressing you and saying, no, don't worry, Colt, the PC one also is really hard because this game is really ambitious. You need a 40, 40 million 90 Ti XL, XLR. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, then you're vindicated. Then you're okay. We're like, okay, this game is obviously. That's doing what I'll some tweet. Like, stuff. you need a thirty-two hundred dollar PC to play Starfield at sixty. And <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Delete, delete, delete. It's Xbox exclusive. Send. Uh, yeah, Selfish exactly. burrito says, "Let us compete." <laughs> Jess doesn't know that, but we were talking about Satya Nadella, like when he would cross his cross his legs over his knee and and tell the the media, "Let us compete." <laughs> is that what he said yeah he yeah. was like let us compete he's like so nice like but did he, like, he, he like, say it with that voice well no, Colt did <laughs> i think it just oh, kind Colt. of evolves over podcasts over podcasts where it's like it's got higher and higher now only yeah. dogs can hear him it started at let us compete and then the next week it was up higher and higher and higher but satya like he no matter what he's like wait 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 Colt, Colt, Colt. Yes. You gotta give us a you gotta give us a full vocal range now. Yeah, all, all the way from low to high. Yeah. Let's get busy. That's about as low as I can go. And then no, low high. To high. Do, do like go low to high. Oh yeah. Okay. Your sound is cutting. <laughs> the mic, huh? the, the, mic cutting. the game is cutting. The, the mic noise game is cutting you out. Okay, let me try again. <laughs> I can't do it. It cuts <laughs> off. So how high do you go? It cuts it off. I can oh. go quite high. Yeah, your microphone high. thinks your microphone thinks yeah. like it's a kettle boiler or something. Yeah, I have a little. I have a little bit of a. Uh, uh, noise gate on there. Anyway, what was the point of that? Let us compete! Uh, Juan with another DOP 500 says, instead of a whole new Xbox, I would pay for a modular one that I can upgrade on my own, just like my PC. Uh, he says, I don't want to buy a regular PC. I don't need it. I don't think modular is going to work. Just, just too many variables. Like, not a plug-and-play APU. Right, Jez? Mm. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we're going back. We're going back to being tired. Welcome to the ADD podcast. Eric, it's nearly two. It's nearly two of the morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost done. See, fun speculation said. Fun speculation said. If updating back compat to take advantage, up updating back cat to take advantage, worth it. Back cat. I don't know, but Hardy Johnny says, is that an aura ring, Jez? I yes, didn't know you use contraceptives. A... Oh, oh, okay. It's one of the it's because like I got the tattoo right. Yeah. And then like I couldn't use smartwatch anymore because it, it the it's, it's it's so dark that it blocks the blocks the laser. Oh. On it. Or it's so dark or so thick or something it blocks the laser. So my my friend was like, get get one of these smart rings. Like it's a smart smart ring. I really like it. It tells me how little sleep I have. And then it sends me notifications like, you're having very, very little sleep. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you on Twitter? Average, by the way, Jess? Huh? you say? Average sleep a day. Um, they actually told me. I think it was like six hours. Oh, wow. Okay, that's which quite hard. Which, which, which ain't so bad. But like, there'll be periods where it's like, 
like I'll have like a week where I'm sleeping like four hours a day, and then like I'll make up for it the next week and then sleep like fourteen hours or something. Yeah. So it's just I all over the place. So I'm really bad. I'm really bad. I have no I, idea who live. I I I'm probably get dementia. It's really bad actually because the lack of sleep. My God. I know. There's you'll see those articles. Do you get six hours of sleep? You're gonna die when you're old. Yeah. I mean, six I, I see hours too. is a bonus. I haven't had eight hours in years. The first time, the last time I had eight hours sleep was when I had an edible in Canada. I was so strong, it knocked me out. And me and my mate were ready to go out. And then we were like, all right, we're in Vancouver. I had a whole muffin. And then we had it. It's like, did the guy say have half of the, the whole? Or did we just have. It's like a scene in a movie. Did you, did you say up. have half or have your half? Or did yeah. I have... Whose half did you eat? <laughs> it was literally like Harold, Harold and Kumar go to uh, America and Canada. It was like, I woke up uh, the next day like, what uh, the hell? Since I, I've never slept. I can't sleep. It's really bad. It's really bad. I it's had really bad. both halves Sorry, I don't know why I'm talking about half. this. There's 1,000 people watching, listening to us nonsense. It's <laughs> just the ADHD. I'm sorry. Just end uh, it. Just Sure. Uh, <laughs> says the actual quote was let us have competition no he said let us compete Erica said Fortnite gang I'm ready for Gaz to carry us sauce we need to play with Erica and Yudani drops in with the last minute says do the actual quote Erica? Jim Ryan is a fraud and it's on site now I don't know what the actual quote for Jim Ryan but he's like hey, we're gonna put him on PC but this has been the <laughs> ecstasy podcast and i'm cold eastwood if you're just tuning in as we get out of here and uh, thank you so much for all the support that we've seen it's 2023 we're like on the way to some good stuff kaz before we move on to jez what's what's you what's in the works for you sell your channel get people to subscribe get them to hit that thumbs up if you want to hear me rap i did a little diss track against okay? some people came at me check out the last source videos pretty sick um pretty raw um, I need to see you have to watch it. Let me know what you think. Ian Rand was like, that was really good. So if Rand is impressed, then you know it's good. Um, uh, it starts off very terroristy, and then it changes up at the end. <laughs> I can say that. I it does. Say that. It really does. <laughs> it really is quite bad. Um, yeah, so hopefully my Redfield video, uh, Redfall video <laughs> out tomorrow. Um, and then I'm also working on quite a few feature videos. So yeah, hopefully that, and then I'll reserve source for the big events. Please check out gameondaily.com. Thank you so much. That was so much fun with you, Jess, man. It's probably one of the best shows we've had. Just talking random stuff. That's a bit fun, of man. Xbox 2 flavor. And we, we, should, we, should all, we should all get, get to a state where like edibles are legal and just have loads of edibles and podcasts. That'd be like... I mean, I think they are over here. I'm in Washington oh, State. Everything's it's legal. legal. Hey, over here, uh, it's like it's not legal here. I can't do it if it's not. Yeah. I can only do it internationally <laughs> when it's legal. Token, drinking, booze, and smoking, token. Oh, yeah, over here, it's go. great. <laughs> no, but yeah, Jez, Jez, thank you so much for finally being on the show, and I'm, uh, I'm really glad. Like, it's a really great night to have you on. I, I got to hear as your outro. How did uh, your article do today? Was it was it exciting? I did did pretty good, you know, and, and we need a bit of that at the moment, so. <laughs> So uh, yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy with it, but That's yeah, good. it's it's uh it's tough times, man. It's tell tough times in the, tell in the corporate media. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you guys are where we get all the information and keep us excited about stuff. What are you writing about next, and what's going on with your podcast? What's what's next next for the podcast? 
Next for the podcast, I think me and Rand have a Xbox Two Ultimate Patreon show we're going to do this week, maybe on Wednesday. Maybe um, announce who the guest is? Uh, or is that a secret? Uh, oh, and this I, is just Xbox Two Ultimate. I don't think we're doing a guest this week. So we, okay. do, we do one Ultimate show, which is a community, and then one, one guest show. And then we do Xbox Two on Friday on Randall419's YouTube channel. So check that out. Out and you can find me on Windows Central, windowscentral.com forward slash gaming, or just windowscentral.com. I don't know if forward slash gaming works anymore since we're new to a new system. And also on Twitter, forward slash Jez Corden, J Z C O R D E N. And thank you both very much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Very tired. So sorry if I've been a bit scatterbrained all over the place. But uh, good. I love you guys and um, I love the Xbox community. And you're, you're all awesome. And all the support and love you guys give me from, you know, whether you're a content creator or, or not, um, gets me out of bed in the morning. So thank you very much. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you, you for shout being out on. To the yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat and, uh, you know, the 1,200 people are here. Most of the show, we're going to get out of here and um, I'm going to put in timestamps and I don't know how I'm going to do it. Good luck with that. <laughs> It's going to be so Good much luck. fun. Thanks, everybody. We're going to hit the button that gets us out of here, and we will see you next week. Keep an eye out for, hopefully, a big announcement tomorrow.